0: Welcome to episode number 185 of the Classic Gaming Podcast. Today's date is December 18th, the year of our Lord 2022. This is our last episode of the year. Please welcome myself and Mr. J Totaro.
1: Howdy, happy holidays.
0: Happy holidays. How's it going? It's going great. Uh we've got all have you do you have all your shopping done?
1: Yeah yeah um lisa and i actually went yesterday and did our shopping together too because we have we we're trying something a little different this year and i convinced my i think i shared this on podcast before but we, we finally convinced my family to switch to a secret santa style for the most part oh
0: that's nice
1: oh my it was so <laughs> it was a long time coming but i just cannot tell you i, I just yeah it, it, it was always just a ring and roll to get people's lists together and you know anyways but yeah so we finally got my family to do it so it was a very easy shopping season
0: how about you my wife pretty much did all of our hours. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Uh, but yeah, I we're uh, I, I believe we're we've we've been done pretty much. Uh, <clears throat> my daughter and I went out to get like a few couple little extra things for uh, my wife over the weekend or yesterday. Nice. But but besides that, yeah, we're, we we've we've been done for a little bit. Uh, there's something else I was just about to ask. I don't know. I have no idea what it was. I have no idea what it was though. So, um, yeah, last episode of the year. Um, we've got game of the quarter coming up in a little bit. We'll have our end of the. We didn't talk about this last time because I didn't. I actually forgot until like what yesterday. It was yesterday when I told you something about it. Yeah, uh, I was like, oh yeah, we got to do. We need to do our end of end of year top threes also. So we'll have that. Uh, one other thing actually. In. Three hundred and fifty days. Guess what? Guess what's coming up? Oh, is it our? It's not episode one hundred. It is our ten year anniversary. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Good lord. Uh, uh, I have a like not a crazy idea for that, but I think it'll be. I think it's a pretty good idea okay. for for th- for the game of the quarter for that day or like you know the episode that lands closest to that day. Yeah. Cuz that'll be end of the you know that'll be pretty much the end of the year. So that'll be a game of the quarter episode. I think what we should do is over the next I mean maybe we maybe I should have waited to ask for suggestions on this but so listeners I think we should have our listeners write in the uh, the game that they think has, has been our biggest omission on the podcasts. Oh, so
1: interesting.
0: And we'll play whatever our listeners decide is again, the biggest one that like should, that we should have covered by now, but that we've, but that, we never have. Oh, cool. you like I that, like that idea a lot. Okay. Yeah. hundred percent. So I think the way we'll do it is, is we'll make, maybe mention it again when we get a little bit closer. Yeah. But, If if y'all want to go ahead and start and and like send us your suggestion, go like feel free to go ahead and do so. And you could even like we could even kind of make it to where if you want to like argue why yours is a better idea than somebody else's who has written in, feel free to do that. But like go ahead and just start sending. Like don't send us a bunch of ideas. Like send us maybe like one or two games that you think are, are are our biggest omission so far. And then give us your reason why, like, give us, give us a good argument for why this is the most important one that we haven't covered yet. And I guess it won't be so much a vote. It'll be more like, it'll be more like whichever one we're more convinced about. But that being said, if a lot of people do agree on the same one, then I think that's we would take that as a sign that that's probably the biggest, the biggest one. Does that make sense?
1: Yep. I like that approach.
0: Alright, let's let's do that again. That's that's for the that's for a year from now, pretty much. So uh we've got time. That'll be that. forever, right? <laughs> yeah, alright. Uh uh Okay, so yeah, last episode of the year we got uh not really much news, not really any news besides um the game awards happened. I didn't I've heard a few things, I did not watch them. I'm actually pulling up the winners of all the categories and stuff right now jay you're you're about to mention something yeah when i brought it it up. two things yeah go ahead there, there's
1: one news piece that i'll talk about that as well i don't know if you saw but chris medson's returning to blizzard or he did return to blizzard as of last week
0: yes who, uh i did hear that who is he
1: he was one of the i think he was one of the lead developers for wow like in the early days okay. and left and then rejoined the organization in last week so it's it's one of those like hopium type situations where it's like oh shit <laughs> like this could be something, but you know, holding breath until we actually see something. But i was surprised. I, I For me, it's like if you left and you're like, "This is a sinking ship." Why the hell would you rejoin unless like there was something you knew? Right. Unless it's just money. I mean, it could just be money, but I don't know. We'll see. Kind of curious. Yeah. Uh video game awards. Video Good
0: lord, that shit is toxic. Tell me what
1: happened. So, other <laughs> tell me where they touched you uh What? So the Game Awards has always been kind of a meme, right? Like, I think everyone's yeah. always kind ever of felt since, that they're kind joking. the
0: Gillette Man.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Or was yeah, it Big so, Man? So, whatever it was. I think it was Gillette. I think you were right. I think it was Gillette Man. Okay. But I could be wrong. So, I mean, everybody knows this entire thing is a big advertisement wrapped in a bow, right? That, uh, that's essentially what it is. They're showing... With, like, occasional
0: awards. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, yeah, I wouldn't even go that far. But it, it's uh, <laughs> what, what is so ridiculous about it is it's so infused and pumped with ads now that it's, like, you get, like, six ads, and then you're getting a trailer, which is also an ad... And then you go back to ads, <laughs> and then you get the award, and then you go back to more. It's just like, it is like 85% ads, 5% just dead air time, and then 10% of like interesting, some somewhat interesting things. Uh, one of the funniest things was the, the gentleman who plays Kratos, who won an award, and he went up there and just went off on a tangent, like just in like 15 different directions. And I thought for sure they were going to take the mic from him at some point, but he just kept going and going and going about just... All, all a whole bunch of crazy shit, which is pretty funny to watch. <laughs> uh, and then a gentleman, when I forget which game won an award, but he just like merged with them. He just I saw this. Up. Yeah, and then he got up on stage and said some really something crazy. I don't remember exactly. Did what it he was. say what? like
0: he wanted to thank Bill Clinton for this award or something like that? Yeah, I, I thought something he said about...
1: something like I want to thank my favorite Jewish person, Bill Clinton. It was something really <laughs> obscure. Uh, and apparently they pressed charges and got, and he got arrested after he left. I don't know if they did anything more after the fact, but yeah, he just like stood up and walked up with them and just took the microphone and just went, went ham on it. It was was like perfect,
0: perfect example of like, just like, just act like, just blend in, you know, just like act like you're one of them. And like, no, he was just standing up there with him the whole time and nobody like thought or did or said anything. And then he just like, at the end, he goes up to the microphone real fast and says like, you know, whatever. I want to thank Bill Clinton.
1: (laughs) It was so crazy, and it was so <laughs> random. It was good.
0: Um, I thought it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, 100%. What else? They announced Hades 2, which is... Oh, that oh yeah,
0: that. that's right. Did they show anything about it?
1: They showed the actual, like, a little bit of the game. They showed, like, the intro and, like, who the main character is. And good. then... Uh, it looks good. I mean, it's Hades. I, mean, it's, I don't expect them to do anything less, so I'm really excited. That'll be super fun.
0: They announced Death Stranding 2. That should be interesting.
1: Uh Yeah, I've, I've never played the first one, so I'm... I'm I'm sure. People, are you excited about it? Did you play the first
0: one? I played the first one. I didn't really like it, but I, I'm still okay. interested to see what they do with the second one.
1: Yeah, I'm, yeah, at the end of the day, we'll see. Uh, what else got announced? There's much of other random shit that I didn't care about.
0: Um, I heard Al Pacino was on there. Oh
1: my God, man. He is, uh, yeah, he is not a gamer. And he kept saying that too. I really played
0: video <laughs> he games. He kept saying I don't it.
1: Really... <laughs> That's great. I'm not a I'm not a at least I remember correctly, yeah, because it was a couple, couple weeks ago now, but he was just like, Yeah, I'm not a video gamer and I'm just like, Why are you fucking here, bud? Like But it's Alpacino Al Pacino, so I never say this phase.
0: Uh I well this is I'm getting off topic. I'll come back to that in a second. Um I'm gonna just pick out some of the categories here real quick and we'll just see who won them, okay?
1: Yeah, I don't remember them being super controversial, but go
0: ahead. There's like 20 categories, maybe even more. I'm not going to read all of them. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to pick some out. Who? All right, t- tell me who do you think won best esports athlete coach? I'm sorry, athlete. Oh yeah, I watched those team and game. Do you know that wasn't
1: it. the weirdest part about that was? Is they did it before the show even started. It was just like a. Uh,
0: they it's so weird. Like they do uh, that, and they also do the thing sometimes, like where they'll. So I've seen it before. I don't know if they did it this time, but like, it's like basically like you said, like in between ads, they'll like do a real quick like, oh, this category, uh, the nominees were this and this, and the winner is this, and then like it's yep. in ten seconds, and then they well, go on the the, <laughs>
1: the ones for those they didn't even read the names off; they were just on the screen. <laughs> they would be like, uh, and the player for best esports player of the year is, and then they would list all the topics, and the winner goes to. And it's just like, well, like I like I barely even read the names once by the time you we were fucking talking about the word. Yeah, I don't I don't remember a lot of. Those, I think a lot of those were like CS:GO players, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Uh, let's see. The best esports game was Valorant. Yeah, Valorant. Best esports team was Loud, which is a Valorant team. Okay, and Bessie sports esports athlete that, that is a Valorant player. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember it was all one yay game. So. On Cloud Nine. Um. Yeah. Okay. Best, let's see, best adaptation. Yeah, yeah, I love you. I love
1: how you're you're taking this. But you're just like, okay, and you just keep going. That's exactly how I was reading. This. <laughs> it's such just because you know it's a lot of and also Splatoon three. I think won an award.
0: Well, to be I fair, think, like I don't keep up with esports really anymore, but I do still have like a passing interest just because you and I, you know, you and I have a sure. history with it. Of course, it. Um, best adaptation, uh, Arcane, uh, League of Legends. Yeah, of course.
1: If anything else won that, I'd be I'd be just blown away. It, Regardless of your opinion of League of Legends, that show was just way too fucking good for
0: what it was. Best multiplayer. Here we go. We're getting some real stuff. Uh, the nominees are Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 2, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, and Shredder's Revenge. Uh, Splatoon 3 won. Yeah, I was gonna say I would imagine Splatoon won that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sports slash racing game, Gran Turismo 7 one
1: didn't
0: Guess even know that came out. Sim slash strategy. We got Dune Spice Wars, Mario and Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, Total War Warhammer 3, Two Point Campus, Victoria 3, Mario and Rabbids 1. Best oh,
1: crazy.
0: Best family game. Doesn't work. Okay, so never mind on that one. <clears throat> best fighting game dnf duel jojo's bizarre adventure all-star battle r king of fighters 15 multiverses and sifu multiverses one best rpg all right something maybe we care a little bit more about we got elden ring live is it live a live or live alive you know i think it's live a live live a live pokemon legends arceus yeah I arceus arceus Arceus. Arceus. triangle strategy i know you you yeah good one. one If anything
1: wins these, oh we're still going jesus never mind so,
0: <laughs> xenoblade chronicles 3 what do you think i would hope that elden ring won. elden ring one
1: yeah there's there's no compete i mean the, the two games of this year i, I didn't play either my watch stack play a these amount which is elden Ring and uh god of war like if if those games did not consistently win their awards i would just be blown away
0: best action adventure plague tale requiem god of war ragnarok horizon forbidden yeah. west stray and tunic you can guess who won that, God of War. Yeah, I was going to say, imagine
1: releasing a game in 2022 that, that's going to compete with those.
0: <laughs> best, best action game, Bayonetta 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Neon White, Sifu, or Shredder's Revenge. It was Bayonetta 3. Here's my question.
1: So, What is the difference between those two categories?
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, mean, so. <laughs> I think it's just a category to give other people a chance. By the way, the new Bayonetta game looks pretty fun, the one that they talked about.
0: Okay, I mean, oh, I know so what much. the difference between an action game and an adventure game is, but... So, is God of War not an... Is it an adventure game and specifically not an action game?
1: Also, why is it an RPG?
0: Do you know? Like, I, I'm really wondering, though. Do you know? <laughs> I know. No, it's, it wasn't... It's, it's not an RPG. <laughs> I know,
1: so I'm asking. Like, I I feel like they maybe choose which category they want to choose. Well, no, well, it's not know. an
0: RPG, though, is it? Is no? It? No. We, we've talked about that's, this before. No, it's not. You?
1: It's not. It, it just... I I just those terms for me, like especially in the game awards, whenever I look at them like, okay, I can kinda get that, but like I don't know. They they don't I wish they would define those very clearly, like between them,
0: but Okay, um <clears throat> Oops, hold on, lost the categories. Oh, I found I put, I was able to get Best Family to work in it. Best Family game. Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, Marion Rabbids, Nintendo Switch Sports, Splatoon 3. Kirby won that one.
1: Yeah, Family Game. I mean, yeah, that game was really bad. At least about it.
0: Best community support. Final Fantasy fourteen. I feel. I think. I feel like that's like yeah, the third like, time in a row they've won.
1: Um, I mean, nobody else is competing with them. Yeah, so. I'm not.
0: I'm not. I'm not mad about that. I, I think they deserve it. Absolutely. Um, it's just crazy that they that they keep winning. I think they keep winning it. Um, the other nominees were. Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Best mobile game. One of the nominees is Diablo Immortal. (laughs) Apex Legends, Mobile, Genshin Impact, Marvel Snap, and Tower of Fantasy. Marvel Snap won that one
1: that's kind of good I guess it's apparently that's a pretty it. good game Ben Brode I think when I was taking Ben Brode one of the lead developers for Hearthstone back in the day he uh, he's a part of that project it's supposedly really good I don't like it I watch people play it It's each game is three minutes which I just do not understand how you can get, how you can get any enjoyment out of a three minute game but oh. uh, not my cup of tea
0: Stray won best indie game
1: yeah I saw that as well
0: sorry their website's a little tough to go back and forth on Best, unbelievable robert best ongoing uh final fantasy 14 <laughs> oh, okay. okay it was pretty mean? much the well not well yeah very similar nominees to the other category that it was in apex legends destiny 2 final fantasy 14 Fortnite, and genshin impact um it's basically just
1: like mmos if it's like ongoing pretty
0: so. much yeah um best uh, no we don't think we hear too much best score in music let's take a look at that one God, oh, God, God of War. War. Yeah, yep. God, of War really good, yeah. God of War. Uh best hold on best art direction. What do you think?
1: Uh, what are the options?
0: Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn and Stray. I have no idea. Elden Ring. Best narrative. God of War. is <laughs> the nominees were Plague Till Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality.
1: They also won, like, best voice acting, too, I'm pretty sure. Oh, best judge. performance.
0: Let's take a look. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. They won that one. Uh, best. Did I say best narrative just then? Was that one? Yeah. Okay, yeah, best game direction. This is God of War, right? No, Elden Ring won that one. Uh, and last one, game of the year. Gotta War? Elden Ring. Mm. Okay. Um, I don't have yeah. any strong. I was thoughts. gonna say it's not really. I
1: don't think there's a lot of controver- controversial that.
0: So no, I don't think so. I mean, nothing, nothing bad about them. Nothing surprising about them. Like, yeah, sure, that makes sense, I guess.
1: You know, all the apexers are really upset about it, though.
0: You know what? Though I'm kind of disappointed that uh, adventure game they didn't have Monkey Island on there. Let me see if it, if I that feel is like. That's true. So we got a Plague to a Requiem, God of War horizon forbidden west stray and Tunic. i mean i don't know i guess it is <clears throat> i haven't played any of well i played tunic a little bit but uh, not having played these i think sounds like most of these games were really good so that's just kind of stiff competition so i guess i can't be too mad that it wasn't it'll, it'll be next year next
1: year over next year no, i don't think
0: that's how it works <laughs> no, no, no. Shh. next year next year <laughs> okay uh all right well there's the game awards like like you said I'm not mad about any of that. It seems all Also, at
1: the same time, don't give a shit, too. Because at the end of the day, uh, usually those award ceremonies are not a good representation of what people are actually enjoying. This year wasn't too bad. But it's just like some of those awards I see that go out throughout the year, I'm just like, oh, they have no fucking clue what's going on in the gaming industry whatsoever.
0: Sure. So. Um, bring back Gillette Man. Dude, second that. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about games. We've got game of the quarter. Jay, do you want do you want to lead with that, or you want to finish off with that?
1: Oh, finish me.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm fine either way. Do you? We can start with that. I don't think we normally do. Maybe maybe it's time I, we swap, switch up. That's it. fine. Yeah, we can we can do it. We can start off cool. with Chibi Robo. Uh, yeah,
1: GameCube
0: game. GameCube game came out in we'll go 2005. Wow, it was 2005. <laughs> yep. That
1: makes sense. Actually, that
0: actually <laughs> does
1: make sense. <laughs> I love just how kind of you're like. I'm shocked. You know what? Actually, I'm well, well, I was about. thinking like how because we don't normally see 2005 games when we do the podcast. The 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 year of 2005 is like not something we hear. Usually, we're talking about things in like the you know the 90s or even like early 2000s. Sometimes even older if you're talking about shit. But 2005 is just uncommon for us to talk about. Yeah, I guess so. But it definitely feels like a late generation. Is it? I would assume it's late generation GameCube because GameCube is what 2000.
0: Yeah, I think that's late. Yeah, GameCube is like 2. I want to say 2001.
1: 2001
0: yeah lately late 2001 yeah um well this okay well so this I, I mean it was my original idea but it was your choice you want to give us the lowdown on chibi robo and then we'll talk about it yeah
1: sure um i don't like i'm not gonna i'm not reading anything off wikipedia i'm just based it off of my experience playing the game but chibi robo is a very interesting game um it's a heavy story game and the, the way it works is, like, you get an introduction to this family that you're in their house. Uh, you get an introduction to these characters very briefly. And then one of the gifts that is given to the daughter uh, of the family is a Chibi-Robo, which is this little robot that comes out. And it, attached with it is its manager, which is, like, this floating television screen that helps to, like, train Chibi-Robo, which is the character you play as, in order to fulfill your function, which your function is to... Um, generate money for yourself, which is kind of like a low priority. And the other one is to generate happiness for everybody else. And you generate happiness by doing objectives. Like a lot of them are cleaning or um, doing certain activities of like helping the family find things or picking up garbage and throwing it away. And then you use the money you get kind of, not like an allowance, but you do get some money from the family as well um, to buy things for Chibi-Robo, like extending your battery life or getting different costumes. And then there's a lot of like really interesting characters that exist within their house that you interact with. Uh, One of the first ones you interact with is like this sock puppet looking thing that's chilling in the closet and you approach it and it's writing its diary and it gets really upset that you approach it because it thinks you're trying to read its diary and going through that dialogue, you understand that they are in love with this character that you don't know who they are, but like, I I actually can't even think of his name. Do you know the, the character, the superhero?
0: uh red red,
1: red rich something.
0: something red crest
1: red crest. we'll just call him red crest um so you you approach the sock puppet the sock puppet you can like hear the fact that she is like crushing on this red crest drake red crest drake red crest.
0: <laughs> yeah i remember hearing
1: saying drake over and over and over that's right actually uh and then a little bit later on you meet drake redcrest, who is like this action figure and he's like super like cringy and stereotypical like superhero type thing and then he wants you to join him and then you get to put on a costume to look like him and you learn his salute and it's just like the entire game is just like you interacting with all with with the house overall yeah. and the entire game is played on like a day night cycle so you have like a certain amount of time during the day a certain amount of time during the night but the, the chibi robot itself has a, a battery life and the, you start with like 800 battery points basically and if it, if it depletes zero which never happened to me Uh, I would assume that you just like lose that segment or lose your progress. I don't that ever happened to me. Uh, But you can charge any time. If what? Sorry. If if what? If you run out of battery life.
0: If you run out of battery life, oh gosh, it happened to me once. Imagine. Nothing crazy happens. Like you pretty much go back to. I think you like end up back at your bait, your little base thing or something like that. That's what I assume. You just got to start over the day or something like it's something like yeah like it's not like. Nothing crazy happens. It's not really bad.
1: So you can charge yourself anytime by plugging your thing into a receptacle or you can go to your home base and charge there. It's pretty easy. I mean, the the ways that you lose power is just over time if you're doing activities or if you fall. Like, to take fall damage, you just take battery damage. Uh, And there are objectives. Like, there are certain outlets you can put your your receptor or your plug into and then twist it and it, like, opens a door. Which, by the way, what the fuck were those doors? You go inside these doors. Oh, yeah. So there's, like... (laughs) There's like these special receptacles that have eyes on them it's it sounds it looks as weird as it sounds you plug in your 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 uh charger into it and then you twist it which you like drain some of your power to open it and then when you go inside it is this like it's almost like if you guys, if you ever watch spongebob the, the flying dutchman episode where he sends spongebob or he sends uh, squidward through the the zipper and he goes through that like terrifying place it's basically this room with all these different eyeballs looking every which way direction and there's some money in there you can grab it and then you leave and it's like you're in there for maybe 10 seconds but it's just the most bizarre semi horrifying thing you could imagine in this game which doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just like a it's like a you're in a void kind of yeah just getting and there's just like some money in there that you get.
1: So so the and the actual like gameplay of, of playing as Chibi robot you are navigating this house, you can like pull drawers out and climb on top of the drawers to get a higher spot position. You get different add-ons for the actual Chibi-Robo that makes you do do different things. Like you get a helicopter one that allows you to kind of like hover uh, a a certain distance so you can hover to new locations. And then um, as you progress further and further, the story just starts to unravel more and more. But the the cool part about it is like the introduction to the characters, I thought was pretty good. Like you basically, without them like saying it too direct is like, Oh, okay, it's the daughter's birthday, they're celebrating the father got a gift for the daughter that she wanted, the mother is not happy about it, because they couldn't afford it, which then puts more pressure on them. And then again, the whole goal of the purchasing the chibi robot product is it um, promotes happiness, right, it it increases happiness. So then in turn, you know, they, they basically pay money for this device. And then in turn, your goal is to make them happy, which helps them to justify the purchase. And also, the father sleeps on the couch every night, which was kind of a very interesting detail to me. But even more is the the television screen. Your manager comments at some point. He's like, "Oh, I think he partied too hard," and without saying like he drank too much. That's my understanding. But oh, basically, really? like he partied too hard and he slept on the couch tonight or something like that. <laughs> I like, didn't oh, remember okay. that. Yeah, so it, it's just like really low key things like that. And, and again, I could be reading too much into it but it the game does feel like it's like it's a kids game but there's also some like low key crazy crazy yeah, stuff yeah as yeah yeah well. that's a
0: good way of putting it
1: so um what else what am i missing Robert
0: would you um so the, the game pl- like the like the just the game play itself going out you know you like you start a day you go out see what you can do to help people Do as much like chores around the house as you can before the day ends. Make sure you don't lose energy. It the like that kind of loop of the game reminded me a lot of uh Pikmin. Do you think that's fair? Um, yeah, I, I, I could see that a little bit. I definitely could see that that take of it. it.
1: I don't think it's quite the same, but I can see like if you were going to compare it to something, I think that's reasonable. Yeah, yeah,
0: maybe yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna compare it to something, and then I, I think you mentioned this, you can you get you get upgrades with the money yeah. that you get. You can get upgrades, and the basically it's kind of like one of these situations where you get upgrades that allow you to more like indirectly and sometimes directly. Well, I guess mostly indirectly allow you to like explore more parts of the house. So. Hmm. One point you get like a ladder, and that lets you get to like to places oh, that yeah. you couldn't get before. Um, you also, over time, just by virtue of, of doing enough stuff, like, and this isn't an, this is this is not one that you actually buy for yourself, but this is like an upgrade that you automatically get when you get enough happiness points or whatever. Uh, your battery life goes up, and so then you can yeah. go check out things that are kind of farther away that you weren't able to get to before um did you get to the basement
1: no i got to the kitchen and i did most of the kitchen okay so i did the living room the kitchen
0: um when you get to the basement you actually learn that there's there's like a giant robo down in there but it's broken down oh, interesting. and you and, and it becomes your goal to basically get enough energy to charge it up because the the reasoning behind that is it it uses up so much energy that the family like won't be able to afford the power bill if they charge it up from their house so that becomes part of it i didn't i didn't get far enough to where i was able to do that but like i got to the part where you know you find out what that is and you get this, there's like a little pirate guy down there that you get to talk to. There's also this, uh, this like kind of weird character that claims to be a fortune teller that's down there. Um, and so part of the game is also, like you said, talking to characters during the, there's, there's a, there's a day and night cycle and I believe it just goes back and forth. You do, you do a day, then you go back and rest and Then next time it's yeah. night. Right. And the next time is day, next time it's night. Uh, So different people or, you know, or things will be up and about at during the day or at night. Like usually it's like the toys, it's kind of like toy story. Like at night, the toy, some of the toys come out and are walking around you can go talk to them and day it's the people who are out and you can go talk to them. And that's kind of how you get the story to progress is like, you'll go, you go talk to the people. And then you find out like, oh, such and so, Oh, like the girl wants these little frog rings. Let me go see if I can find those for her. Oh, or, yeah. yeah. Or there are these little egg guys that you talk to at one point And they're like little army dudes. They're like army eggs, basically. And you find out stuff that you can do for them. So part of it is just going around doing stuff for the family. And another part of it is like making sure that you talk to enough people because... You will get to points where you're like, well, there's nothing left for me to do. But it, then if you, but that just means you haven't talked to the right person and kind of gotten yeah. like a new sort of like, that's exactly task. what I ran into. Yeah. Yeah. A little task that you need to do. Um, what did you, what did you think of it overall? I, I want to say one last thing for,
1: uh, the, the, the ring quest, by the way, all I can think of are those ring, pops. Do you yeah. those ring pops. Yeah. That's all I kept thinking of whenever I, whenever I was doing that shit. Yeah. That's pretty uh, similar. I I liked it. I thought it, I thought it was pretty cool. It, it's a. It, I was like, man, this is like GameCube always has these like oddball, really just oddball, off the wall type things, and I always think they're pretty good. Like this is one of those games I was playing. I'm like, this is a pretty cool game. Like this is a, a different take on something I didn't expect, and that's why when we were talking about the fact that it came in 2005, that makes sense to me. I, I don't know what it is, but like the the later installments of games I always kind of ha- I always run into that where I'm like oh okay that makes sense it was a later later in the generation for me okay I it was cool uh I thought the gameplay was fun it was interesting it, it got it obviously got repetitive after a while I think there's no surprise there yeah but the family was interesting I thought the story was was pretty cool I love the intro I thought was really well done um and I also love the uh the voices for all the characters I love how they have like that animal crossing like the animalese where they just like make noises to represent their uh, voices that had got me good sometimes there were specific characters. oh I'm that's right remember.
0: yeah how like somebody will be talking and like they make a voice but it's but it's not really like they all have their own distinct kind of gibberish and then it yeah tell you know the text tells you at the bottom what you're saying like they might just be like but it's like kind of like almost the uh star fox like some of yeah. them but it's, know, it's very noobba, badabba, badabba. that is
1: I think Animal Crossing is, like, the, the quintessential. Oh, sure. That. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Animal Crossing. They have, like, the animalese thing where they, they talk kind of funky. And, like, it, it just it made me laugh. Like, there were some really good ones, I thought, that yep. came from it that I thought were really funny, so. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the, the game was cool. I, I thought the the game was, like, uh, the introduction was good. The way they introduced the characters, the way they teach you how to play, I thought it was all really good. Um, the gameplay itself was okay. It wasn't amazing. I, I liked how... Uh, you know, it was kind of like the, it was, it was a semi collect-a-thon where like, as you're collecting things, you get access to new things, which allow you to advance further into the game, you know, kind of like a uh, link to the past, if you will, where it's like, you're getting tools that allow you to expand further in front the game. So that was pretty cool. Um, but I would definitely like, I would definitely get bored of playing this game after a little while for sure.
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, I pretty much feel exactly the same way. I don't think I can say, <laughs> describe it any better. Like you described how the, you described how I feel about the game. Um, the progression is a little bit slow sometimes. It is.
1: Yeah. I definitely felt that as well.
0: Yeah. Also one kind of a little, this is kind of a nitpick, but one thing that did annoy me is that you can't speed up or skip dialogue. Yeah. (laughs) So you have to watch the text, you know, like letter by letter be printed out as somebody's talking to you. And then. Oh shit! I accidentally talked to this person again. Now, but now they're just saying the exact same thing, and I just have to sit yep. through it and wait for them to finish. That oh, that that got a little bit old, but again, it, it's not the end of the world. But it was kind of annoying. For sure,
1: I completely agree with that.
0: But um, yeah, I mean, you pretty much summed up my feelings too. So uh, there's there's Chibi Robo. Um, it was pretty it was pretty fun.
1: Yeah, it, it surprised me. I, I it, it was very different than what I expected.
0: All right. I've got a few others. Uh, Do you have any more games for this time? Yeah. As we kind of talked about. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to go, do you want to go next? Um, you want to go me and back to you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. So my first one is a game that, um, I think a lot of people have been waiting for us to talk about. Uh, like it's kind of one of this, this is probably our biggest omission currently, uh, on the podcast. um, it's Final Fantasy Tactics.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> I finished it this morning. As as you saw, I sent you a text about it. Um, I played this back in like the first year of the podcast. And I liked it. I didn't, you know, I wasn't absolutely crazy. Like I wasn't going insane about it. Kind of like you and, and Blake. Like lo- how much you, you guys love it. Yeah absolutely but i did like it and now that i am you know go not not just that i'm going through the final fantasy games but now that i've kind You're maturing. of maturing i've i'm maturing i've You're kind a of
1: mature gamer
0: i've become a mature gamer i've kind of figured out like the draw of the the, the joy of rpgs and like you know yeah. how to appreciate them so i figured you know this is a very very well known very beloved one of those so i'm going to i'm going to give it another shot I actually feel pretty much exactly the same as I felt the first Italy. time. Like I do, no, I, I do. I mean, I like it a lot. It's a really good game, but but it's not the greatest game I've ever played. Ooh! We're some words. <laughs> I went back and I was listening earlier today. I was listening to the episode where I played this the first time, which is like I don't know, episode twelve or thirteen or something along those lines. A decade but, ago. Um. And every single thing I said, I was like, yeah, that's that's how I feel about it. Like, it's very good. The story's good. The combat is really, really fun. It's really neat, unlocking the jobs and all that. And yeah, I like it a lot. <laughs> we, I mean, I'm not going to start over from the beginning because we've talked about this so many times. I think everybody has a very clear understanding of what Final Fantasy Tactics is. Yeah. If if you somehow haven't heard us talk about it, just very briefly, it is a uh, strategy. It's, the, r- it's a strategy RPG, huh? It is the the strategy RPG. Thank you. Um, so instead of you know having like typical RPG battles, it you it is typically you normally have like five characters that you're controlling, and you're up against you know x number of bad guys, and you're on a grid where it's you're not just attacking each other, but you're moving around and, and, you know, using the terrain, um, and distance and, and this and that to, uh, to, to decide, you know, more tactically how you want to approach battles, how you want to attack bad guys and this and that. Um, and you're while, you know, in between battles, there's uh, a lot of leveling and like choosing classes and, and discovering, uh, new classes with your characters and learning new abilities for those classes and this and that. um, my final party, once I kind of got, you know, to the point where you've unlocked all the people that you can unlock was, well, okay. First off, let me, let me explain this. I did. And I told you I showed you this also. I got, I did get cloud. So there is like cloud is like a secret character in this game. You have to do some, some kind of convoluted stuff to get him. Um, and since this, you know, normally on games like this, if it's my first time, I don't, I'm not like just trying to unlock all the secrets. I kind of just play it more naturally, but since this was the second time I played it, I decided to, you know, get cloud just cause you know, clouds all right, And I'm a final fantasy seven fan. And also I just wanted to see like how good he was. So it, it's a good extra, it's a good two or three hours of extra work to get him. Um, do you, have you ever gotten cloud before?
1: Yeah. Long time okay.
0: ago. Do you think that's about right? Maybe two or three hours of, of extra I think stuff. So.
1: Uh, Back in the day, it was a little harder because we didn't
0: have the internet, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is if you have a guide and you know what you're doing. Um, And so I got Cloud. And and along the way to getting Cloud, you also unlock other, like, optional characters that you would not have gotten along the way. Did you get the robot? Yes, man. The robot is badass. He saved my ass so many times. Um, uh, And then when you get Cloud... He doesn't have the Buster sword, but it's called in this one it's called the Materia sword. But he doesn't have a weapon. <laughs> so after so you go through all of this hassle to get Cloud, and then you and then you have to go through more hassle to get his to get his fucking sword. Um which is I don't know if there's some hint in the game that kind of gives you an idea of where it is. But the sword is hidden on one of the maps on top of a volcano, and you have to use Move Find to go get it. So there's care. there's a passive ability that you can learn called Move Find. Um, and you have to have that equipped on your character, and that what that does is sometimes there are some grid squares in the game that have hidden items on them, and you you can't see anything on there, but when you just go there, if the character has Move Find, they it's, say it's like, "Oh, I found this armor." We you have to have, move find on a character and take him to the top of this volcano, and then they find Cloud's sword. So, that is just like one extra thing that you have to do to, to make Cloud the least bit useful if you want to use him. I did all that, and Cloud still sucked.
1: Yeah, he's kind of dog shit.
0: <laughs> he was, yeah, pretty terrible. So, I used him for one or two fights, and I was just like, this... Okay. <laughs> okay, I guess I got Cloud. That's it. Now I'm going to go back to use my other people because he, he does have like one or two good abilities if you use them enough to get the job points to to learn those abilities. I don't know if you knew this, but there's one that he has where he will do the cumulative damage to a character that that character has taken. So oh. so if you, if which is good for bosses. So if you've done... If there's a boss, you know, the bo- typically the bosses have like a 1000 HP or something like that.
1: Yeah. So if end, yeah.
0: you've hit the boss a few times with other characters and you've done 500 damage to him and then you use this ability on him then Cloud will do single-handedly 500 damage and finish him off. So that's a good one, but it's kind of limited use because most of the characters you know, you don't really need to do that with uh, or most of the, of the bad guys rather. So and it also it takes a while to learn that and cloud really sucks in the meantime so i was pretty excited to get cloud i was like oh let's see how good he is (laughs) i was like cloud is this all you got um so yeah he sucks um but yeah the robot is badass my final party was rams of course a ninja like just a a regular guy that i'd leveled up to ninja. ninja hell yeah a priest. Okay, so well. Okay, so first, let me... Gramza was a summoner with a uh, secondary class was black mage, but I basically never used that. Then I had the ninja. His secondary class was chemist. I had a priest. Her secondary class was time mage. I had... And then I used worker eight, which is the robot. And... Fucking Thunder God Sid. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you, Sid you, is the player. He... He does so much damage, and it's ranged, yep. but it's also not magic. Like it casts. He's a holy knight. Yeah, he's a holy yeah. knight. So he he does ranged attacks that are not magic attacks, so they don't take time to charge up, um, and he they do jumps. insane damage. And also, one of his abilities will heal him for however much oh, yeah. damage he does, which I is. I mean, always... Stasis
1: also has the stop ability too, or the stop. Ability.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so he's just doing crazy damage and healing himself for this. He's like the most, he's, I mean, he's got to be the most overpowered character in the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Most of the Holy
1: Knights are broken, but he is especially broken. Yeah.
0: Worker eight is pretty, Is pretty OP as well, but just not as much. His big thing is he can, he has an ability that can hit somebody from like almost anywhere on the map and does really good damage. Not, not as not Thunder God Sid level of damage, but yeah. Like one strike from a ninja damage. Um uh and the worker the worker eight is interesting because he doesn't use MP he uh to, to, to cast his abilities. He actually uses HP. So when you do that oh, interesting. it takes a little bit of his health every time you use one of those. But it's, I never had him die from using that. Like I, I never had him die period, except for like the second or the second to last battle. Uh, and he wasn't dead long enough to to be permanently dead, so it was fine. Um, but uh, yeah, again, I don't, I'm not going to go too deep into it. Cause we talked about this game a hundred times already, but I finished it. I still like it a lot. It's still really good. Um, but I feel the, pretty much the exact same way as I did previously. Disappointed. <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's only really, really good. Um, what, anything, anything to add anything nah, i talked about enough last time I'm good. I'm not gonna go. <laughs> right, no. well i don't i already asked this but we, Rick, quickly will you tell me again what your party what like the last time you played the game what party did? oh you
1: use? uh i had ramsa as a i can't think of the name of it oracle i think it's called an oracle which was yeah. pretty darn cool i had a summoner uh i i, I had like I had, I had people switching classes a lot so i had a summoner um I, think what else? I had a Geomancer or a Monk or both. Mon- yeah, I Monk levels team. into
0: Geomancer.
1: Yeah, that sounds right. So I did that for a while. I, I switched classes a lot. I had a Summoner at one point, which was really fun. I really like the Summoner. Black Mages are oh, really strong summoner. in that
0: game. Yeah, Black Mages is strong. Um, I did not unlock a few of the classes this time around. Uh, There's a
1: lot. so
0: I got all of the... I, I believe I got all of them except for calculator, uh fucking uh the what do you call uh bard and dancer. I did not get oh and I don't think I got mime either. What does mime even do?
1: I think they have a mimic effect, so they mimic the last ability that was used or something like that. Okay. Uh the calculator I find really boring, so I don't think you missed much there.
0: Mime is boring?
1: The yes. calculator.
0: Oh, calculator's boring, okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, what, what did you think of the story?
0: I still thought the story, I, actually, I'm sorry, the story was not as good as I was expecting. Uh, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was amazing. Disappointed. It was better than, like, better than Final Fantasy IX, for instance, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I think that. Um, fair assessment. Not as good as seven or ten, really. Yeah, I
1: I think it's way better than seven story, really? even tens to some extent. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's interesting.
0: I forgot I think eight, eight has the
1: best story of all of them. So.
0: <laughs> I had forgotten about the post credits sequence. Oh yeah, 100%. that was really good. Um, yeah, it
1: gets it catches you right, like you just, it really does.
0: Yeah. Uh, You're talking about the scene with the leader, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. That was really good. Like I did not expect that. I completely forgot it. I did not expect that at all. Even when it came up, I still didn't remember. I was like, huh, Oh, cool. That's what and I was like. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. that was pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great game. That's yeah, I really <laughs> do the game. just not the best. I, I can
1: play the game every year for the rest of my life. Like that. Final Fantasy X. 10. Uh, there's a bunch of other games, but it's just like, they're, they're just, yeah, I can easily play those games a lot. So.
0: All right. Um, Let's talk about some other games besides Final Fantasy Tactics now.
1: Oh, yeah. That's, this is going to go real well. Do you want to <laughs> talk about something else before I go, or you want to just...
0: I've got two more. Do you want me to get mine out of the way, and then we'll go... Yeah, I'll, I'll, how about that Yeah, let that. We'll get mine out of the way, and then go back to it. Yeah. Uh, I got two more. I played Empire Earth. This is a PC game. came out in 2001. It's a real-time strategy game. It's a wow. lot like Age of Empires. It is based on you... Again, it's an RTS... Where you are, you start off, you can actually choose, like, where, like, when, like, what age to start in, but basically you start in, you start off as cavemen, more or less, and then you, as time progresses and as you build up your, like, base and all this shit, you can go from, you can, like, progress from one age to the next, and all the way up until, like, future, like, you know, past, past modern day stuff. So, like, at the end, if you get far enough, then you're, like, fucking shooting lasers at each other and stuff like that. But it starts off with, you know, clubs and rock throwers. Then you uh, graduate. Then you, you know, the next age you can have. Then you have, like, spears and arrows. And I don't even I don't remember what all the ages are. There are quite there. I want to say there are, like, 10 different ages you can go through, like. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can pull it up. There, there are. If I remember, Age of Empires doesn't have as many um, ages as Empire Earth does. Here we go. Empire Earth has prehistoric, stone, copper, bronze, dark, middle, renaissance, imperial, industrial, World War One, World War Two, modern, digital, nano, and space. So like that's a hell of a lot of ages to get through. That's more than Age of Empires, right? Jay. Oh,
1: sorry. I don't know it's muted. Uh yes, there's four. There's I think it's four, yeah, right? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So this has a bunch. Um here's the thing. This game is very hard. I could really? n- I could not get farther than the Stone Age, <laughs> which is oh. the second age even trying to play pretty aggressively and like I would have some success. Uh, I would always get destroyed before I could get past the stone age. I might have been trying to progress a little bit too fast, basically macroing a little too hard, but like the AI is very good in this game. I had, when a- did this come out? 2001.
1: Uh, do you want a 1v1 right now? Even though I've never played the game. I'm just kidding. What's the name
0: of this game? Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to, I would. Uh, no, no. It's Empire Earth.
1: Empire. Earth. Okay, I'm gonna take a look at this because uh, AI uh, until like 2010 was dog shit. So I'm very curious. Empire.
0: Yeah, I might just suck, but um, I, I don't remember when this came out. I I I always thought it sounded really cool. For some reason, I never I never played it. Um, but, yeah. So this was my first time playing it. So the mechanics you just like any rts you are gathering resources and building your army and also teching up kind of all at the same time um and you sort of have to decide what you think you need to focus on do you whether do you want to macro more and build up your base or do you want to build up your tech more or do you want to start building a bigger army so you can start attacking people early on um There are a lot of resources to gather in this game. There's like five or six resources that you have to harvest. Usually in games like this, there's one or two, you know? Yeah. In this one, you have to gather wood. You have to gather food. You have to gather stone, iron, and gold. So that's five. Uh, I can't remember if there might be one more that I'm leaving out. Um, There are multiple ways you can gather food. Normally, they start you off by like a field that you can gather from. But then there are also animals nearby and you can like send people out to, quote, gather food from them, which means like they'll hunt this this or that pack of animals that kind of hangs out around your base. Um, and so you got to build a ton of workers, like constantly. And then to advance to, from one age to the next, you have to stock, you have to build like certain structures And then you also have to stockpile like a certain amount of stuff. Uh, So you might have to like build all of the current like structure, like new buildings that you're able to build. And then also stockpile like a shitload of say food and iron. And then once you do that, then you can, uh, then you can, you know, more or less transition to the next age. And, you know, then you start getting better. You know, it's more, it's kind of like teching up. You basically get stronger stuff that you can, that you can produce then. Um, there's not a lot of buildings to have besides kind of the basic, like here's where, here's where your people bring resources to here's the barracks that you, that you create these guys from. Here's like a priest building where you build, where you produce profits and stuff. And then here's one for your ranged characters. Like, so there's not a whole lot of stuff to keep track of. It's mostly just like building a ton of workers. Cause you got to have a bunch of guys on all of these things. Um, like, if, like, like, But with the exception of the tree, like the forests nearby, which you can, you know, put any number of people on those, the patches of, like, say, stone or iron or gold or food, they can hold six people max, each of them. So typically you want to max those out. So that's so that maxing out iron, one iron, one gold, one rock, and one food that's already. 24 workers just on those that's only if you have just one of each of those usually you have two like of some of them so you might have that plus like another food and another iron patch so that's 36 well that's not even counting the people that you have chopping down wood so that might be 10 more so that's like 46 then maybe you also have like some giraffes nearby that you're hunting for food you want to send like you know, four or five guys over there, that's 50 workers already just at one base getting stuff. And you can of course build settlements over by other, you know, areas that have resources near them. So they don't have to like take a a super long trip back and forth. So you are constantly building workers, um, like more so than any other RTS I've ever played. Uh, the, like you know, the combat is pretty much what you'd expect. You send a couple guys to kill their guys. You try to focus people down. You've got your melee guys in front. You got your range characters in back. Um, the priests and stuff they 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 con- they try to convert people to join you. So they're not like healers like you might expect. I, I didn't get any healing units while I uh, during my time playing this. There are, you also get to point in the Stone Age. You can start building rafts so you do have quote-unquote a navy there is there is stuff that happens on the water uh eventually i'm pretty sure that you you know have you can start building planes and that kind of stuff as well you know obviously much later in the game but uh it's pretty cool game like it's pretty fun it's got all of the things that an RTS needs to be good. You know, it's got kind of a unique take even though it's kind of similar to to Age of Empires. Like it it feels different. It di- looks similar too. Yeah. <laughs> it feels different in my opinion. Um does Age of Empires also does it go to like future technology eventually? No. Okay. That's feudal. So that's one of the feudal. cool things about this is is it does get up to modern stuff and then eventually you know, future things, which is which, which I thought is which which was kind of that was always the draw to me. Um the fact that it that it goes that far um so yeah it's a really cool game it just it was just really hard for me uh, um
1: how how's the combat like the actual interaction the micro
0: it's it's pretty good it's not like so typically you don't have a a huge army like a big ba- like a big battle for me might be 20 guys versus 20 guys or something like that okay. Um, they move a little bit slow, not, not, not real slow, but like slow enough to where microing is important and also not difficult. So maybe kind of like the perfect speed, honestly. Um, yes, micro is pretty important. I don't know if they really thought about that, uh, when making the game, because I kind of felt like the way the AI worked, if I brought one, if I, tried microing like they they were attacking one guy and i grab him and move him to the back they all kind of try to follow him as opposed to saying all right screw it like this guy is getting away let's like start attacking these other guys that are around us getting killed um so in that sense like the ai isn't great about it but yes micro is fairly important it's not crucial I, it'll definitely get it'll definitely help you a lot if you do try microing. Um, but yeah like i said like a big battle might be 20 guys versus 20 guys okay um so yeah overall cool. it's it's pretty good it's pretty hard as well um I probably won't play it anymore but i but i but I liked it the one other game that I have is a it's this th- that new Atari game that uh, like co- Atari collection that I was telling you about uh last last time that yeah. I, I had heard was really good, but I hadn't played it. I hadn't actually played it. I was going to wait a little bit to play it, but I decided just to like, go ahead and, and see what it's about because I had heard so many good things about it. So this is, damn, what's it even called? It's like the Atari 50th anniversary collection. Fi- Atari 50, the anniversary celebration is what it's called. Um, I had not heard about this until it came out and then I saw it and it kind of seemed like one of these just like, sort of like junky random like oh here's some Atari games like you know this is our anniversary like kind of like slapped together but it is the exact opposite of that it's made wow. by the guys who uh, made uh, the fucking Cowabunga collection what is, oh, yeah. what is that studio TMNT Cowabunga collection I want to give them credit here because they did such an amazing job with it uh, Digitally Eclipse is the team that made it and so this is not just a collection of Atari games. This is a history of Atari with games tossed in. So you you turn when you launch the game, you can just go to you can just press like like this is the button to bring up if you just want to see what all games are on here, uh, and then you can flip through and play them. It's got. Atari arcade games. It's got Atari 2600 games. It's got fucking Atari Lynx games. It's got a few Jaguar games. Uh, it's got some, I believe it has some of the Atari 5200 games even. I could be wrong about that. But it's got like, it's not, you know, it's not all just Atari 2600, in other words. It's got Atari games from a lot of their consoles. Uh,. But so you can you can just pull up a list of games that are here and just flip through and play whatever you want. But the the primary way you go, kind of go through this is you go through a timeline of Atari history. And as I, as I mentioned last time, they've done interviews with like the original guys who created the company, some of the original programmers and all that kind of stuff. And it's like the the story of Atari and how they got started and kind of like some of the crazy stuff that they went through and that they created and that happened to them and all this kind of stuff, how they got, you know, how they got started, what gave them the idea for this or that just kind of f- some just like fun little anecdotes about working at Atari back in the day Uh, goes through, you know, their earliest games, their earliest hits, like what, what, what was so important about this and that they've got magazine articles, they've got, you know, like old ads from video game magazines about Atari stuff. They've got pictures of the cabinets. They've got 3D scans of box art, which is like really, really cool. Like you can like, it'll say like, here's the box for, you know, combat. And it's like, you can just rotate the box and it's even got like the little flip tab where it would hang on a, like on a rack, you know, for display in in a store. Like a full- genuine it not, not just like a recreation of it but like an actual scan of these like some of them have like a little wear around the corners there's actually one that i don't think they realized this but this was what like this is where where i knew it was actually a 3d scan and not just like a 3d recreation of what it theoretically would look like in the very bottom corner of one of these you can see where somebody had written kim in pen like i guess that was kim's box that they had gotten the scan for or something like that wow um so like they've got old design documents from some of the creators like these hand-drawn design documents um they've got letters like back and forth from like the like the corporate people at atari like saying hey i think this is a great idea but like i suggest you know like making the main character a girl or like doing this and that like i think it'll reach more we'll reach more people if we do this and that like a lot of kind of like inside stuff about like what they were like how they were trying to market in this kind of stuff uh and like, as i said also they they have they've done video interviews with like some of the old guys who uh you know worked for atari and started atari back in the day and there is some really good stuff in there i won't uh i, I won't spoil all of it because like i don't want to just give away everything but there is one where uh they were talking about when they when they um made pong okay so okay. the like basically if i remember correctly it was like pong was the second arcade game the first was uh space war so they made Pong and, you know, being the second arcade games, arcades did not exist at this time. So they were like, well, we made this awesome, in, you know, our interactive thing. Who can we sell it to? Well, let's do this. Let's put it like they had just one of them. And to test to see if, like, people would be interested in, like, playing a video game, you know, like, at a place. Like, to see if, like, this is something that even people would have any fun with, that people would like. There was a bar like near them. And they asked the bar owner, they were said, Hey, can we put this here? Like, you know, we'll share the profits with you. Um, we, we just want to put it in, like put it in your bar, see like how people like it. And the guy said, yeah, well, the first night that the machine was at the bar, the owner of the bar called him and he said, like he was pissed off because it had already broken.
1: Really? Why?
0: And they were like, oh, I should say. well, sh- yeah, I'm getting there. They, they were like, well, shit, um let's let's yeah we'll, we'll come pick it up and like the guy was pissed they went to uh one, one of the guys went out to like check it out to see what was going on and but he so it was stuck on the like you know how arcades they have like the one screen that it'll like kind of like automatically kind of just like show almost kind of like a preview of what it's going to be sure. and then obviously you put in a quarter and start playing well it would show that screen but when you put in a quarter nothing would happen. Like, it wouldn't let you play. So to figure out what it was going on, he, he opened up the the coin box because there's, like, a button in there that you press to turn it on free mode just so he could, like, you know, mess around with it and see what was happening. He opened up the coin box and quarters just came pouring out of the thing. The reason it was broken was because the coin box had so many oh quarters that it God. couldn't take any more quarters. It was
1: backlogged.
0: Yeah. And uh, t- they actually did a... They had... Um, an interview with Tim Schaefer on here. Like he didn't he wasn't around, you know, back I mean he was around. He wasn't old enough to be working. He wasn't, you know, in the games business back then, but they were kind of just interviewing him for just whatever reason. Tim Schaefer points out, this is basically like the original equivalent of crashing a server. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Right. Like so many people play it that the coin box gets jammed up and, and it can't accept more quarters. So that was a pretty cool uh little anecdote. I also learned so they did they tr- Atari got in, tried getting into the pinball business for a little while evidently that didn't last very long because that they just weren't very good at that. One of the problems that they had was they the they, was basically poor design like internally so they have all the circuitry like on the inside of the of the pinball machine but the way they had it was there's like circuits and stuff. On the inside, but also not, not just like on the bottom of the inside, but also like on the roof of the inside, like basically imagine like, you know, the, the, like, if you're looking at the pinball machine, the, the playable field of it, like underneath that hanging from the bottom of that was, was more circuitry and it wasn't built very well. So like parts would fall from the top circuitry into the bottom circuitry and cause short circuits and stuff. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Not only did they break, but they had multiple cases where the pinball machines caught on fire. So like that just ended up not working out. But one of the pinball machines they made was a Hercules pinball machine. Okay. It was seven feet tall, eight feet like back eight feet depth wise going back. Uh, and three feet wide and it was so big instead of using q uh, instead of using pinballs it used cue balls from pool What? Um, it they talk a little bit of well they talk a lot about how when they eventually got when, when they sold the company to gosh I forgot what company they they sold they sold out to but like the kind of the corporate team there just like sort of sucked and it kind of like It's kind of like the classic example of like they sold out and then everything went downhill because like the new people were just like business people. They don't really understand anything about it.
1: That's never happened in history. Yeah,
0: it's never happened in history.
1: Competition breeds quality, right?
0: (laughs) The guy who did so So they talk about Missile Command a little bit. That was originally an arcade game. Then later, um, one guy like created uh, the Atari Twenty Six version of Missile Command, and it sold like crazy. It sold like I think the 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 art the, the Atari Missile Command ended up earning the company like two and a half million dollars. And so the guy <laughs> this guy was expecting like a a big raise or not maybe like a big not a oh, raise but no. like a bonus a big bonus that year. You know what they gave him? A coupon. Him a coupon oh, no. for a free turkey.
1: Hey, that had to be like what twenty,
0: thirty bucks. Hey, <laughs> you know what's great? They had a scan of the coupon in here. No, why? <laughs> yes they they have the somehow they were able to find the coupon that they gave this guy as a reward for earning them an extra two and a half million dollars this fiscal year. That's uh, so funny. And they included in the collection. So again, I don't want to go into everything, but those are just like some of the like some of a the few highlights. Of the stories, so some of the highlights that I thought were re, were really amusing. Um I learned about a holographic handheld system that that I never learned uh, they didn't actually end up releasing it, but they but they made it and it was it, like they made working versions of it and they made a lot of them. They didn't didn't end up selling it. I learned about that. Um there's just a lot of a lot of cool stuff that i found that that i learned from from like honestly i had more fun reading the design documents and watching the interviews than i did like playing all the games and there are a, there there's something like 100 atari games in here i haven't gone through the whole thing yet but i've gotten through like a good bit of it um and yeah it's fun you know going and playing combat or you know missile command centipede all these uh learning about like pretty cool atari games that i had never even heard of before especially yeah, some of the arcade the ones um but uh but i had even more fun like just reading like learning about the history watching these interviews looking at all the design documents looking at the bo- like like the box art like the atari 2600 box art is legendarily amazing like just across the board all of those games have beautiful box art like even just looking at those looking at the magazine ads um, I highly, 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 highly recommend uh, this Atari 50 the anniversary celebration. They, again, these guys, Digital Eclipse, they just they did an amazing job with the Kawabunga collection, and they they knocked it out of the damn park with with this one. They it's it's really awesome. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so that so <laughs> those are my four games: Chibi Robo, Final Fantasy Tactics, Empire, with Atari. Jay, you you said you've got you've got more to talk about. Yeah, let's hear yeah. It. So
1: uh, hold on, let's make sure you guys can hear any background noise. Give me one second here. I gotta step over my dog.
0: Not too sure what's going on, but I think you're stepping on your dog or something.
1: Stepping over my dog, he decides to he lays in like these really great spots where it's like right where your feet should go when you stand up. So you have to like <laughs> you know be very cautious so you don't overstep him because if you do, then um, he's gonna get you know, sad. He'll squeak. Yeah, so. Uh so as Robert's been going through the Final Fantasy series, I jumped the gun a little bit, but I I was planning to play Final Fantasy 10 the same time Robert did and then talk about it on the podcast same time he did, but I actually played through it since our last episode and a lot more. So since <laughs> tell, since I talked to Oh, go ahead,
0: tell tell everybody how many hours you put in. Oh, it. we're
1: getting there. We're <laughs> okay, getting there.
0: Okay, okay. So
1: So I'm not going to talk about the actual main game itself because I have talked about that multiple times in the podcast. What I'm going to talk about is the end game stuff that they've added in the PAL and international versions to Final Fantasy X. And this is for the uh, Nintendo Switch port. So this is the one that they re-released or whatever, remastered, um, what, three, probably two, three years ago now?
0: Um, It was longer, the the Final Fantasy X remaster? Yeah. That was like... I remember that coming out when Blake was still on the podcast.
1: No, no, no. I'm talking about for
0: the switch. Oh, I'm sorry for the switch. Okay. Yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah, that yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I was going to say, uh, anyways, so I played through the game and I did, I actually, I'm not going to tell you who my party was. I don't think because I want I okay. want you to choose your party when you okay. play. And I want to kind of hear who you did. I did a party. Well, no, go ahead because
0: I'm not going to, I don't think it's going to affect what I, how I build mine.
1: Okay. Uh, so my my starting party was Lulu, Kamari, and Waka. Uh, I played with Waka a lot in my early runs. Oh, when wow, I first played Kamari. the Kamari. Yeah, yeah, I like Kamari a lot. I like he he has a one of the cool things about him is he has his his ultimate is a blue mage ability, so he can learn things along the way. Yeah, blue mage. Yeah, he can learn enemy skills along the way, and then some of them are really powerful. And I've always just Wait, really Wait, he's a blue he, mage. His ultimate is a blue mage. He can he can use an ability called Lan- Lanceate to steal abilities from certain enemies, and then when he gets oh. his, his limit break is Overdrive, he can then choose to use one of the abilities that he's learned from enemies.
0: So okay, I didn't remember that because it's been a, again I haven't played it since it originally came out. So he's a but he's primarily like a lancer slash dragoon, right?
1: Uh, I wouldn't even go that far. He just kind of has a spear and swings it. The, the his he has, <laughs> okay. one of his ability. He has like a leaping strike where he goes up in the air and comes down. Yeah, but he's not yeah, really that's, like that's
0: ca- that's classic dragoon.
1: Yeah, but he—it's not like it, there's not really any like intricacies between him and Arin. Like him and Arin do the same function, and Arin's just like a you know uses a two-handed giant. I feel sword.
0: like that's still Dragoon. There's there's never much of a discrepancy between them and like another melee guy, besides they jump high.
1: Sure, I guess I, I just like when when I look at the the difference between Arin and Tamari for me, they're just two diff- It's just a reskin. Like they they, well, what I'm getting at is like there's not really classes in this game. If if that makes any sense, like there there's a role which is like. Uh, i'm telling you the truth i mean it just from my perspective i wouldn't really define that as like the, the primary classes of the game are like no they don't do okay yes
0: ad- they don't say Kamari's a uh, dragoon and lulu's a black mage but like clearly lulu's a black mage yuna's well a... you can
1: build them however you want you could literally start Kamari and go right down lulu's tree and, and become and have yeah, only he's black gonna, magic.
0: I, I did that with, i actually did that um, with Kamari and he blows like if you do that it screws up the character right uh i wouldn't say so like it it depends what you do like that that's a lot of like depth
1: meta type shit because like it, it so the game encouraged you based off of the 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 stats that are generally on its items to be more of a physical bruiser if you will a bruiser meaning like is tankier does damage um isn't incredibly fast isn't great with magic like that's that's kind of how like the itemization generally pushes you but you can Build items and find items that you can make a a, a strong. Um, you can, yes, yeah. but
0: like if you try making say Lulu into a melee character, you can to do love this. that, but she's gonna. <laughs> You're blow. gonna love this.
1: My Yuna at the end was hitting harder than my other two characters with her rod. It was insane. What? <laughs> yeah. So that's how it's kind of get. Th- th- this game is like so in the international PAL versions, you can go any way you want in the talent tree, and. What ends up happening is so to play through the game I did Kamari, Waka and Lulu. That was my initial starting party, which was really fun. And the way that I look at them is like you need somebody who's fast who can kill fast creatures. Okay, that's Waka, Titus Ariku. They they fit that mold. That is like okay. the class if you will. They're fast, they kill fast things. So
0: so they'll so if you if so you're saying if the character doesn't have enough speed then the yeah. then the they'll miss. They'll miss.
1: Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. And then the second one is you need somebody who has piercing, which helps to kill the armored creatures, a.k.a. Kimari and aren. Those are, those are the two for that. And then the last one is just magic users, people who can kill magic creatures that are immune to physical or take less physical damage, i.e. Yuna and, and Lulu uh that is like in my mind that's how i kind of break up all the characters into those three categories so each one of them fits one of those needs because that for the game if you don't do that can you beat it yeah obviously but it's not going to be fun it's going to be slow and tedious and when you fight things that you're you don't have an answer for like an armored creature it's going to take you multiple rounds to try and kill one of them and it's like oh it's so cool for having you know all fast characters but you no, know, you're just taking a lot of time okay so uh played through the game. Had a lot of fun with it. It is still a. I love the game very much. Um, the I played. I, I completed the game in 27 hours. I, oh rather, I could have killed Sin in 27 hours. I got to the final dungeon, uh, and I was not very strong. I was limping my way through most of the game. Some of the key fights of the game that are always really hard were oh, as always, still very difficult because I was very under level for them. Um, and I enjoyed it. Some of the fights are really, really fun to go through. And, you know, I very rarely grinded. The only time I grinded is if I was like one note away from getting an ability that I wanted to use, okay. then I would like finish it off real quick. So, uh, means the story is great. The music is great. The overall gameplay was really fun up to the 27 hour point. Okay. After the 27 hours, I, every time I play Final Fantasy X, I always have this inkling of like, I'm going to do the end game content. I've never fully cleared the end game content. And I was like, fuck which it, I'm going to do it this time. I'll explain in a second. Okay. So I, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to send it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it and see. And I was like, you know, every time I do it, I spend like five hours doing it. And I'm like, I'm bored. And then I just stopped doing it. Okay. So the additional content that they added, there is in the Calmlands, you meet a gentleman who, who is a creature cat, catcher. And what he asks you to do is to use a weapon with the ability called Capture on it, which allows you to capture creatures. And what he wants you to do is he wants you to go around the world and capture one of every creature. Each time you capture all of the creatures that are available in a zone, he then molds a mob, a a new creation out of it that you can fight. And if you fight it, you know, you have to pay gold for it. And the creature is is arguably like, it's really strong. So I started doing that. So that's that's, uh, step one. Step one is you go through and you start capturing all the creatures in the world. Well, what I learned about halfway through, and by the way, this, the amount of content that is here is massive. There's just so much to it. And I learned so much going through this, and I wasted a lot of time doing stupid shit. So okay. what that means is in the beginning zones where the mobs have like 42 health and you're hitting for 8K, uh, you have to go capture those, which means you just have to kill them. Not the end of the world, right? So you just walk in circles until you find them, but you have to find the right creatures. And if you don't find one of the creatures, you have to sit there and run around in circles until you find the right one. Mm-hmm. Okay, not too bad. But early ones, not too bad. Mid-game ones, obviously not bad. They're really easy. When you get to the later dungeons, however those mobs are a little bit more difficult um there's mob orals and if if anybody everybody knows mob orals do two things usually they have a way to go first which means they usually have like some sort of initiative type stat and then they use bad breath which confuses and berserks and you basically wipe because your characters are confused they hit each other and the mob or just sits over there and just keeps laughing while you die so while you're running around trying to capture these creatures you have a high not high risk you have a risk of dying orals are also random encounters. They can only be found in certain areas of the dungeon. So there were multiple instances where I would just die to stupid shit like a Marlboro or some of the other mobs, which is frustrating. So then I was like, okay, well, I can't capture a Marlboro yet because I'm not strong enough to fight one. So now I got to get stronger. Well, how do I get stronger? Well, I need to get my final game weapons. Okay. How do you get the final game weapons? Well, then that's a rabbit hole. So then I tried (laughs) to do Lulu's and Lulu's is stupid. It's really stupid. You have to go to what's called the Thunder Plains, And there is lightning that can strike you while you're there. And when it goes to strike you, you have to hit the X button. Oh, no. And you have to do this 200
0: consecutive
1: times without missing.
0: I thought it was 100. 200.
1: (laughs) Uh, Fuck that. So I instantly swapped out Lulu for Yuna. So I'm at the end of the game, by the way. (laughs) And I make the determination that I'm going to swap to Yuna. So now I have to level Yuna up to get her strong enough to be able to do the endgame stuff. Okay, so the talent tree has. I'm just let me Google it real quick. Actually, I don't want to throw out numbers here. Just just as a number here. How many, many nodes are in the Final Fantasy? X? While you're
0: looking that up, I'm gonna. We talked about this briefly, but um, I 828 nodes. 828. Okay, that you that you had to get through to get her strong enough to do the stuff you were trying to do. Ah, I'll,
1: I'll get over that. So go ahead, go ahead and say what you're gonna say.
0: Oh, uh, so. Just to interject, um, I don't really so much have a party when I play... Well, when I say I've only done this once. When I played Final Fantasy X, I didn't have, like, a party. I just used everybody. Oh,
1: yeah. You swapped a lot.
0: Um, I swapped because... Uh, so, anybody listening who's not familiar with it, you can swap. So, you have three characters fighting at once. But how many do you have total? Like, seven?
1: Six, uh, Arin, Kamari, Lulu, Yuna titus riku waka
0: that's seven that's seven that, that, that sounds really? about right um <laughs> you can switch them out during battles with it and it doesn't take a turn to do that so you can freely switch anybody out for anybody without having to waste a turn and everybody gets like so if you use titus lulu yuna in a fight and say they're they get 500 xp if you each if you swap somebody else out and make sure that RN gets a, gets a turn, then it doesn't, like, diminish... I don't think it diminishes everybody else's no, uh, XP. No, it's just it, just give, it just also gives him 500 also. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't, you know, like, give the, the others less for doing that. So, all you have to do is make sure if one character gets... As long as a character gets one turn in a battle, they get full XP for that fight. So, I just made sure that everybody... I, once i got a little bit farther in i stopped using kamari because like you said like i didn't see much difference between him and Aron, uh so i just stuck with Aron. uh but basically for the most part i would just make sure everybody gets a turn in every fight so that way everybody is leveled up and i can use you know i can whatever the situation whatever situation arises i have a fully leveled group to uh, you know i can pull in if i need to steal something i can pull in riku or you know whatever it might be
1: uh, the oh, only downside of that is that's very time consuming because you have to swap the character and then they have to get a turn and everybody has to get a turn. Yeah, that's, uh, you're crazy. I would never do that. <laughs> it, it no shot.
0: Probably added a little bit no to shot. the time. Yes.
1: A l- little bit. Yeah, <laughs> um, so the talent tree has roughly 800 nodes on it. So when you don't usually beat the game, you're probably 150 to 200 nodes in. Okay. Maybe you're, you're not even a quarter of the way done with the talent tree by the time you are at the end game. So, as I'm going through this, I'm like, well, now I have to complete the talent tree. There are 800 nodes in this thing. So, I then i am like, well, how do I level really efficiently? I need to get items that have this stat that gives me double and triple experience. So, now I'm down this rabbit hole that I was going to get final weapons. Then I couldn't do that. Now I have to level Yuna. So, now I'm going to get these double and triples. And guess what the double and triples come from? The fucking capturing event. So, I'm full circle Wait, at this point. What are double point. and triples? The triple experience, triples are best, but doubles and triples of, of experience. Okay, so, okay. so I went from farming the capture thing to finding out that I couldn't do it because I'm not strong enough, to then going to try to get the final weapons, which I couldn't do at the time because I wasn't strong enough, to then going to saying, like, I need a level. Okay, so now I need to go get triple and double experience weapons, which come from the fucking capture event. So I'm literally full circle back to the start of this thing. And so it was just kind of that. I was just endlessly cycling of, like, wow, okay, I, I need to capture these mobs. So best part, I then capture one of every mob. I finally do it. I'm like, hell yeah. And you get items along the way that makes you stronger. Every time you capture all the mobs from one area, you get stronger. Cool. Well, then I come to find out there's a, there's one of them. You have to capture five of every mob. Okay. <laughs> fuck. So now I got to go back and capture five of every mob. So I do that. Then I come to find out there's one, you need 10 of every mob. And I bet you and you're so pissed max. off
0: that you, that you decided not to do it. Right.
1: I I almost quit many times. Oh, well, you lie.
0: did almost quit. Okay.
1: I almost quit multiple times. Um, I said, my, I, I said this as I started it, when I hit 99 hours and 99 minutes and 99 seconds, I'm done. Wherever I am, I'm done. That's it. I'm, I'm going to stop at that point. So I capture all the mobs and it unlocks all these new bosses, like 20, 30 new bosses. So now I have to go through and beat all these bosses. And the first segment, easy. It's very, I'm pretty strong at this point. My character's talent trees are just about maxed out. Yuna is the only one that's not there not that big a deal so i'm crushing through these then i get to there's three types there's like um species uh, conquest area conquest and then there's original species conquest means that you've captured every you've captured enough of each type of mob in the game to unlock it area is the whatever area you conquer you captured in it generates that mob and then original is i made these things these things are fucking terrifying uh so I clear all the area ones pretty quickly. Species ones take me a little bit longer. Then I get to the original. And the original, all of them, could beat the final boss, Sin, without even trying. It <laughs> would be a one-sided event. It would not be like there's no way in hell Sin would ever win that. Right, fight. right. And the first guy you fight, his name is Earth Eater. I won't talk about all of them. Earth Eater. Okay. The fight starts, and this is me trying it for the first time. He goes before the map has even fully loaded, and he hits one of my characters before the, the fight is even fully loaded so hard it doesn't even say a, a number of damage. It just <laughs> kills them. Then he proceeds to go wow. to a second person, do the second thing, kill them. Then I get a turn. I hit him for like 400 damage, uh, and then he hits me. He counterattacks me for 35k. I have about 8,000 health at this point. So he hit me for over Holy four shit. times my maximum health. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I have to beat all these things. So then I'm like, okay, I'm almost maxed Absolutely. out in the talent tree. And I can't even touch this thing. So then I'm like, okay, back to getting final weapons. So then I go and I, I switch <laughs> Lulu and Yuna, as I talked about. Back to I didn't wanna,
0: lightning, I guess.
1: No, I didn't do that. I just, I switched Lulu out for Yuna at this point. Because I'm just like, I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. So then I maxed out the talent trees. And then... Um, I go through and I just start leveling. And then what I do is I start all the little blank nodes that are on the talent tree. I start filling those in with the with different stats and that takes a while. I have to get everybody's stats up to 255. Most characters stat, there's like 10 different stats, by the way. They, they, they're probably somewhere about 100 by the time you hit max level, except for luck, which is at like 50.
0: okay So now
1: I am farming mobs to get these nodes to put in there. And then I'm going through and I'm buying these ability, these these things that cost a lot of gold, which I don't have a lot of gold. Uh, that remove nodes. So I'm replacing garbage nodes and then putting new nodes in. So I'm just oh, doing this. Oh, to... okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're probably about the 70-hour mark at this point, point. and I'm starting, to ma- I'm starting to get higher on my stats. I'm basically done capturing everything, and I'm trying to beat these bosses. So then I do that for a while. I get strong enough to start beating some of the original creations. I start beating a lot of them. But then when you beat all of them, it creates another new boss called Nemesis. And this guy is a... Just monster. And by the way, the reason I started beating a lot of these bosses is I started using, um, I, I started making armor with auto Phoenix. And what happens is if another character dies, the character who has auto Phoenix will resurrect that person using a Phoenix down. The problem is if the boss goes multiple times in a row and just kills everybody, nobody reses anybody because everybody's dead. Yeah. So then I start using auto life and it's a spell that you cast that puts, it, it puts auto res, which basically means like if the person dies, they res themselves. So you have to put it up on them every time it gets used. Oh, sure. Yeah, so right that's, right. that's how I beat most of the original creations. I would just auto-life and just cycle and the fights would take me like 30 to 40 minutes per boss. I swear to you, it was insane. So, so you gotta get just, nemesis.
0: so so basically you're, you're uh, just assuming you're gonna get one-shotted, but hoping that you can do some damage in between when they yep. auto-res themselves. Yep. Okay, okay. Exactly.
1: Yeah, and it's just this r- rinse and repeat bullshit and I can't run out of, I can't run out of Phoenix Downs. I can't run out of mana because <laughs> I've run out of mana that I can't auto-res. Uh, so yeah, so then I get to Nemesis, and Nemesis has an ability called Armageddon that wipes your entire party, hits them for like eighty k, eighty k. I have like eighty five hundred health at this point, and it removes auto auto life. Oh no! Right, I'm like, oh fuck me, I can't beat this. So then I read about it, and they they made this boss so complicated. The boss has a rotation of three different abilities, and every time he uses one. He gets a point, and if he gets twenty-one points, then he uses Armageddon. <laughs> so every time he's about to Armageddon, you just summon, and you have to summon take the Armageddon, and you just rinse and repeat, and you can beat it. It still takes like thirty minutes per kill, and you have to kill him multiple times because he gives you items that you need to, in order to get stronger. So about the eighty-five hour mark at this point, I start farming Nemesis. Finally, the fights are still taking like ten or fifteen minutes. At this point, my stats are basically maxed out. I am insanely strong. I've I've crafted armor that is just ungodly. I yeah, I have you craft my... armor in this game. You you find armor and then you craft on it. You basically put put specific stats on it.
0: Oh, I did not Is it kind of like Materia?
1: Uh, no, each item that's like... Well, the armor that you find and buy has four blank slots and then you put things on there. Like, for oh, the okay. armor I stuff... I didn't remember that. What I ended up doing was like auto protect, which is really good, obviously. Auto haste, auto phoenix, and then uh, ribbon. Which, by the way, ribbon can suck my ass. Oh my God. The ribbon mechanic in this game... you have to get make you immune to stuff typically yeah okay all status effects
0: okay the way you get you get one for free
1: well you get one for free but then you have to farm two more of them to get them you need 99 of this ultra (laughs) rare resource okay that it can't be farmed from anywhere except for these these specific mobs and they have a 10 to 15 percent chance to drop one or two
0: wow but then you did that
1: I did it once. I got, to, I got, I got, I got 99 more of them, and and I was just getting burned out. So I was like, hour 90, 95 ish. I have two ribbons. I have all my weapons have break damage. So what that means is like they can exceed nine, 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 and they can break. They can go up to 100K. So my characters are hitting for 100K at this point. They're auto hasted. I'm just as strong as you can be. I can kill anything in the game at this point that I that I'm running into. Um, so I've done all of the arena. That's one thing. That's one ultra oh end game super boss. Then there's the Dark Aeons. The Dark Aeons are something that they added way later. And what they are is basically a dark version of all the Aeons in the game. Okay. And they spawn in very shitty locations. And if you run into them, they will demolish you. It is not even a contest, it is not even close to a contest. Uh, I accidentally ran into one of them. I ran into the Mega Sisters, which is the final a limit break that you can get in the game through the main story and okay. it's these three sisters and you run into them and they are they look like vr troopers they're like silver versions of themselves the fight <laughs> starts and they have their overdrive their limit break and they hit me for six hundred thousand damage and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> you guys like, have this like this is, 8k K- health is that what you said at this point i have about 20k health <laughs> on most of my characters <laughs> So I'm like, okay, so so back to the drawing board. So is there I, a so cap I go,
0: on health and stuff like that? Like,
1: yeah, ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, most of the mobs I'm fighting at this point have like several million HP. Nemesis has like ten million HP. I think. Like, it's just it, it ten million HP. Imagine if you're hitting for ten thousand capped. Yeah. Just what, do the math.
0: What um level were your guys at this point? There's no level. Oh, no, do. that's right. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's yeah there's not an actual level. The, the, So right. the sphere was completely maxed out. I had every single blank node
1: had something in it. Every single node that was dog shit, I removed and added new things. I am just like min max. My characters are maxed. Their, <laughs> their agility, strength, HP, like most of their stats were completely maxed out. The only things I didn't max were magic, because it was an insane grind. It would have taken me like another 30 hours to do. Luck, which would have taken me another 30 hours to do. And HP, which would have taken me a while as well. And I just didn't really bother with it. So I started killing the Dark Aeons, and I started with the orig- I started at the very beginning. I killed Valefor really easily, which is the first one you get. The right. fight was a joke. I demolished him. He's, like, the first Dark Aeon you fight. Wasn't even close. Then I go to uh, Ifrit. Again, an easy fight. I had to cheese a little bit. Uh, wasn't bad. Then I got to Ixion. Ixion demolished me. He killed two of my characters before the fight started, and it was just insane. It, so I had to, like, do some things to fix that. I kill Ixion. And those three are, like, the easy ones. Those are, like, easy of the the Dark Aeons. So then I go fight Bahamut. <laughs> Bahamut is crazy. It's just a stupid super boss fight. His he. By the way, all the Aeons can get their overdrives, and they can use them against you, which is just, just oh, fucking wow. great. Yeah, they're really good about it. So, uh... <laughs> Bahamut, every three or four attacks i figured out, and I, I try not to look up a lot of the, the bosses, how they worked, I just kind of figured it out. Uh, Bahamut every three times you hit him, he counters with impulse and it's an AOE does just an obscene amount of damage, but also has a chance to petrify all your characters and break them, which means not only are they stoned, but then he shatters you, which means that character is removed from the fight permanently. Okay. Right. So it goes from a three V one or three V three V one down to a two V one down to a one V one really quickly.
0: Wait, you can't uh, sub him out. Nope. Oh, not. wow. That spot okay. is gone.
1: And what would it matter anyways? All my characters, all my other characters oh, were dog yeah. shit. Sure. Like, Good point. Yeah. I barely amused <laughs> them, if crap. ever.
0: So, so after... What, do you do? what so, do you do next? What do you do about that?
1: Yeah. Well, that's where the ribbons came in. So at this point, oh, okay. I had the ribbons, which helped. And as long as they didn't... And so what I did is the person who didn't have a ribbon, I gave them petrification immunity and just worked. It was still a really hard fight. And it was a, a butthole clincher. It was so close. I was like literally on my last couple turns when I beat him, which was really fun uh so i beat bahamut and then i fought anima okay anima is very similar to bahamut he has an instant death mechanic looks cool
0: if i remember correctly looks
1: amazing one of my favorite summons they have ever done ever uh he also has a petrification thing which was really fun to interact with but ultimately i beat him and then i got to mega the mega sisters i fought them for the second time and what i figured out is you can fight them individually you don't have to fight all three of them at once so then I fought them individually, which was not even easy at all. They were still really hard individually, <laughs> but I finally beat all three of them. Uh, I think that's all the summons. I think that's all. <laughs> if I didn't, I beat all of them, right? Then what? So the reason I was doing all this is if you beat all the Dark Aeons, it summons a new super boss. The super boss, 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 oh, boss, Oh, damn. His name is Penance. Wait, so after- wait, 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 what? <laughs> what oh, is- yeah. I'm not even joking.
0: Wait, his name is Penis.
1: Not penis. Penance. Oh, oh, penance! penance. I thought yeah. you said
0: penis. No. Okay, okay, okay. No,
1: penance. So he spawns, and I am like, I'm at a hundred hours of this. I'm at 101 hours at this point, which I set a goal of like, if I hit 99 hours, I'm done. So I'm like, fuck it. I have penance unlocked. I beat all the dark aeons. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to beat him. If I can't beat him, I'm just done. I don't really want to sit here and level cuz like what people are saying online is like this boss is so fucking stupid. If your luck stat isn't maxed, if you don't do all this shit before you go into the fight, you're just going to have the hardest time in the world. And I'm like I'm not doing all that. That's just too much time. So, sure. I go fight him and it's a really interesting mechanic or a boss fight. He has three phases. Uh he has two limbs that they have 500,000 health each or 600,000 health. So, what I figured out to do is like you kill one of the arms really early and then and by the way he has a beautiful design he has his own abilities which look really cool they did a great job on this so you kill one arm and then you get the other arm low and then anytime one of the arms is about to take its turn you just finish it off right so you try to maximize as much damage as possible uh and so I I did that and I did really well and I got to phase two and uh he just obliterated me over and over and over and over and over and I'm just getting so frustrated at this point because I'm like I am so strong like I I have a hundred hours in this game Uh, My characters are just min-max. Their armor's great. Like, how am I not able to do this? And what I I read online is like, you have to do very specific things in order to be ready for this fight, which I didn't do. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't really want to look it up. Yeah, Jay, why didn't
0: you prepare, Jay?
1: I know. So I... Took one last attempt, at him and I figured out a way to get through the first phase very comfortably by using mega elixirs. So I get to the second phase, and I'm surviving. I'm limping the, my way through this fight, and I'm doing really well. And I'm, by the way, this is a 45 minute fight, Oof. and I'm like 20 minutes in, maybe.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, I run out of mega elixirs.
0: Wait, is this a 45 minute fight?
1: Oh yeah, And I run out of mega elixirs at like minute 15, Uh-oh. and I'm like, you should okay, i more prepared. I guess I should go farm some mega elixirs before I do this fight, because I could actually theoretically do it just by having mega elixirs. So I'm like. I am just, like, beyond my limit at this point. Oh, I forgot to talk about Yojimbo. Yojimbo is one of the other summons, too. Uh, anyways, so I am working my right way through this fight. I run out of elixirs and I am basically at my—I'm at death store. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm just dead. Okay, like, I'll just go find elixirs It'll take me, like, three minutes to do. I can go bribe them from a mob, which, bribing this game, you basically pay a bunch of money. The mob fucks off, and they give you a bunch of items for doing it. Oh, you get items. How, That's cool. Well— yeah, you get a lot of items. And this is how you get like a lot of endgame items and,
0: and level up your armor and stuff. Ooh, is like that, is that the... on the non-remove? Like... No idea. Okay. Uh, among, among, is a that data, a, sorry. Is that a, <laughs> is that a Riku? I have no idea. That's a Riku move, I assume? No, uh,
1: it is, but I got it on everybody. I had oh, a, okay. Everybody had it for gotcha. me. It is in her talent tree, though. Okay. Sorry, I'm letting like,
0: Diego. Tell Diego I said hey. Yeah,
1: he says
0: woof, woof, woof. Oh. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm in
1: this fight. I am out of Elixirs, I am on my last leg. I'm in Phase 2. Barely in Phase 2. And I am dying. And I knew I was going to die, so I just rip- I brought Yun out, and I just had her summon, all of her summons individually, just to like put out some damage. They did nothing to her. But then I get to Yojimbo, and Yojimbo is a really weird summon in the game. When you get him, you have to pay him 250,000 gil in order to join you. Uh, he is a very weird summon. He is, is he, generally...
0: You might not know this. Is he in the base game... Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yojimbo. Yeah, okay, Yojimbo. I don't think Yo. I've ever had him. Uh, so when you fight, you have to
1: fight him as a dark version too, dark Aeon, Yojimbo. Uh, it is so stupid. The game doesn't tell you this, but you have to beat him five times in a row for him to for it to count as him defeated, which is the dumbest fucking thing in the world, because you don't know that. And also, each one of these Jeez. fights is insanely difficult. So you're, you're like, and he has like 1.5 million or 2 million health. Like, it's just That's such a just stupid... Tedious. It's very tedious.
0: You got five so, million health.
1: <laughs> it's two million health, and you have to fight him five millions? times. Yeah, million, something like that. It's like 1.5 or two million health per kill. Anyways, which wasn't too bad. Oh, by the way, at this point in the game, my speed was so f- fast. I forgot to mention this. I would usually get between my three characters twenty ish turns before they would get to go. Oh, once. damn. So I, most of the fights I would do, I would, I was watching, I've been watching this new show with Zach. I was just watching the show and just pounding that enter button over and over and over and yeah, all these you fights, were. you know, just, just leveling over and over and over. Uh, so I am running through my summon list and I'm like, fuck it. Yo, Jimbo, who's one of my most unleveled summons in the game, I'm going to bring him <laughs> out. He's got like 15k health. He can't bring 10,000 damage in the game. I'm just going to bring him out. And the way Yoshimba works when you summon him is you give him money. And then he does ability. He The quality of his ability is based off of the money that you give him. And at this point, I had 5 million gold <laughs> because I was I was accumulating gold to do something with it. Uh, because I was historically like always like at my last little bit of gold in the game. I would constantly be out of gold and then i have to go farm it. So I farmed a bunch for a specific reason, but I never did that thing. So I had the 5 million gil waiting around. So I bring him out and I'm just like, fuck it, send it. I give him 5 million gil. And he does his ultimate, which is called Zanmato. And it has a chance to instant death something. And it worked. He killed both (laughs) limbs and penance all at once. (laughs) I had no inclination that this would ever work in a million years. I didn't think that he was... I I would assume this, this is the super boss of the game. He would be immune to everything. What a
0: team player
1: it was insanity it was just like a total hail mary like i was just like fuck it i'm dead like just i'm gonna give him my five million kill no worries and he does his ultimate which is awesome by the way because he's a he's a samurai he basically like draws his weapon partially so you can see his eyes in the blade and it does like this really cool animation and then he like slashes and i see Hell the yeah. way that zanbato works when it when it lands the character uh is bifurcated is that, is that what it is when their like body is separated into? two Let's go with that. Is that the right that. term? Let's go with that. Okay. Anyways, his body is split in two uh, horizontally, and the two halves like slowly separate, like an anime character, right? Like there, and it happened. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Like, it's actually going to show it." But then it's just not going to go through, and then he died. So I skipped the last phase, and I killed him, and I could not believe it. And it was just like <laughs> I, I, I was looking at Zach, and I'm just like, "What?" Like I had no idea that could actually work on this fight, and it did. So I beat him. Uh, and I beat him yeah, in a really the- cheesy way, obviously, but uh, I beat it. I have, I could officially say I have 100% beat Final Fantasy X. I have beat the super boss of the game. After 101 hours and 35 minutes, I 100% <laughs> beat the game.
0: This is over the Fucking course of like, obscene. just since the last episode, right?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, I was man-moding this game. I was just sprinting it down. Every time we were on the couch watching something, I'd be like, fuck it, I'll just send some levels. Because I, I didn't have to look at the game at this point. I got to a point where I was just like, enter, 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 enter. <laughs> just grinding my way through it. Uh, you know, I could have beat the game at t- hour 27. What's uh, I, I, funny, is I still haven't beat Sin. But if I go to this... You haven't beaten I'll, the game yet? <laughs> no, was funny. I was actually going to pull up my Switch and play while we were talking just to show you how quickly I could beat Sin. Because I think I could probably beat him in like four turns or something uh just because of how hard i hit at this point but it was it's just so funny because like my mermaid's it's like so you haven't beat Sin yet i'm like no he's like well, how would the fight go i'm like it would be the stupidest thing in the world like i would kill him before he would even get a turn like it would not even be that's awesome. a contest so but yeah i want, i have never 100 percent beat that game i've never beat all the you arena still encounters. haven't evidently <laughs> listen well wait well i beat everything everything's done you didn't I can beat you sin. said you've been didn't beat sin If you say it again, I will go get my Switch right now. And while we're doing this, I will beat Sin. You just said you didn't do it. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to go get my
0: Switch (laughs) right back. We'll wait for Jay for a second. (laughs) Just remember, you started this. Okay. Can, can, we, can right. we turn the volume really loud?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I'm gonna try to as loud as <laughs> possible <be> here <laughs> so you can hear uh,
0: too. I gotta say, we'll,
1: we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll time this event too. We'll time this. How long it takes me to beat him?
0: Okay, I started a timer just now. Um. Oh, I haven't even the fight yet. Hold on, let me get nah, this stuff. You, you're on. You're on the clock, buddy. Anyways, we can move on. I'll, yeah, we'll move. Yeah, well, I'm not just here. But uh, th- honestly, this hearing all that makes me like less want to play the game again. Now like, I know this isn't stuff that I am that you have to do or am even going to do, but yeah. you just made, you just, all of that just made final fantasy 10 sound exhausting to me.
1: Hold on one second. My freaking I think my headset's dying. Hold on. Let's
0: see. Okay. Oh yeah. Just, I'll start, be here.
1: Me. No, it's, it's dying, but like, my headset's getting older, and so it doesn't tell me it's going to die until, like, Ooh. literally it's like a couple of minutes. I, oh, I'm now. out. Yep. Sorry if that music's really loud, if
0: you can hear it. Uh, no, no, it's good. We can verify that you actually. So, okay. So is... My game time is
1: 101 hours and 37 minutes.
0: So, bottom line is, you like Final Fantasy X.
1: Oh, I will never play, I will not do that ever again. I will never do that 100% thing ever again, ever. That was awful. Oh my God, it was so awful.
0: Uh, You probably know this, but did you know, well, I know maybe there's more than one person at this point, but like base Final Fantasy X, um, there's a guy who did a like no level, no sphere grid, no save completion.
1: Yeah, yeah. But that's a speedrun category, actually.
0: Oh, is it really? Okay, so it's not just this one person who's done it then. No, no, no.
1: And it, it's impossible to kill penance with, with a no sphere good run, by the way. I,
0: I would imagine it's impossible to do any of the extra stuff with no sphere good. Um, you going to start speed running it now then?
1: Sorry. Hold on. My headset's just die, It's
0: like. We'll take that as a mortal. yes. It's just
1: constantly is beeping. Even, it's plugged in right now. I need to get a new headset. Uh, can you
0: hear me right now? Yeah, I can oh, hear I you. I can't hear you. Hold on a second. <laughs> okay, there we go. Try While again. Jay's doing that. Are you there yet? Can you hear me? While J- no, I guess not. While Jay is figuring out life. Uh, I'm here again. You're here again. Okay. I was going to no. m- m- get on a tangent, but okay. So you're back. Uh, nope. I don't remember what we were saying, but so, okay. So you're going to finish Final Fantasy ten in the meantime. Do you have anything-
1: love. Stop taunting me. You're going to try Do and finish you? Final
0: Fantasy X. <laughs> I, <did. laughs>
1: okay. I-, I have armor that makes it so I can't get in encounters too. So I'm just running. Oh, that's good. I'm sprinting.
0: Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Um, do you have anything else to say about it before we move on? or
1: Uh, it, you know what? Remind me of. Do you remember? Did you ever do the Omega Ruby weapon in Final Fantasy VII back in the day?
0: No, I have not. Oh
1: my god, dude! If you want to do that, if you want to do that, as a contest at some point. uh God, I remember because Ember Weapon is like hard, and really? it, 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 I don't know if you remember this, but like he has some really stupid abilities. Like he has an ability called like Air Tam Storm i think it is and it's okay. materia storm backwards Uh-oh. and it's like it does a thousand damage for every materia you have on your characters or something like that so the fight was just so ridiculous and you also wait it hurts
0: t- you for how much materia you have
1: yeah okay for each okay. material you have on you take a thousand damage so like if you have 10 material on you just die because you right. take 10k damage you just die um you also only have 20 minutes to beat him unless you have the underwater breathing materia because you you suffocate so like, okay. Ember Weapon was always like, oh my god, this boss is so stupid. And then you fight Ruby Weapon, and you're like, okay, let me fight Ember Weapon like four more times. Because <laughs> Ruby Weapon is just, it was just such a ridiculous fight. Like you had to, I remember my brother, the timer stopped at 99.99 99, uh, on the hour and minutes and seconds timer. And he probably played for another like 80 hours after that, just like grinding and Holy trying to figure shit. things out. Because, like, you know, back in the day, we didn't know how to get Gold Chocobos and Knights of the Round and shit, so we had to actually figure it out. Also, by asking other people, you know, who were playing at the same time and stuff. So, yeah, uh, it was a ridiculous feat back in the day to kill Ruby and Ember Weapon. Nice. I have thought about doing that at some point, of going through <laughs> and, and fighting Ruby and Ember Weapon, and just seeing how bad it would be today. But, um, one thing at a time.
0: I, uh, I, I remember just trying to beat Ultima Weapon on Final Fantasy X. Really? Like... Well, I tried. I tried. Oh, on
1: ten. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I didn't even mention Ultima weapon and omega weapon. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: Ultima is probably not, not even anything compared to these other no, guys. No, but like, not even close. I remember it's. I I played it. I tried again. I never did it, but I tried to do it. I was the biggest dumbass the way I did it. Like I just I didn't level up any extra. I just you know there, when you get the part where he is, there's like an extra like a side path omega dungeon that yeah. you go to. And you gotta fight, you know, do, do tons of fights before you get to him. And it takes like an and hour. Those mobs are hard. Yeah, they're pretty hard. And it takes like an hour to get to him, right?
1: Uh probably, yeah.
0: And yeah. there's and there's no save before you get to him. So he's an hour Correct. away from the from the closest save. And like I tried him, I was like, oh wow, I I killed me. And like instead of leveling up or doing anything different, I just like it was just like bashing my head against a wall. I just like oh, God. <laughs> I just kept trying it over and over. And after like the fifth time, I was like. You know what? I think I'm. I i do not think I'm strong enough to beat him right now.
1: <laughs> I beat I beat both uh, Ro- or uh, Omega and Emerald, uh, which is funny because Ultima is the is the easier version of the two of them. Uh, oh, okay. and yeah, sure. Omega weapon. That dungeon is really hard. Ult- uh Omega weapon was like a harder version, but like I ran through those guys. That dungeon is brutal though, because that's where you can fight the worlds, and they can one they can ambush uh, you. Is and that then- it? Okay. Yep.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, Final Fantasy X, it's a, it's a, it's a great one. I'm, I'm, ver- I'm very interested to see whether I like it more than Final Fantasy VII when I play it. Because right now, I'd say Seven has been my favorite.
1: I'm in a fight right now, and I get to go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, <laughs> 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 times. I, I get to go 16 times in a row, and I don't even see the enemy on the tracker. For when they get to go, huh? That's how ridiculous I am.
0: Well, while you're doing that, what, can, we, can we can we move yeah, on, or you don't have anything else to say about it?
1: No, I'm pretty good. I won't be talking about it again for a while, so you enjoy the reprieve.
0: All right. So before we do our top threes, this is this is turning out to be. Oh a-
1: shit! I didn't. Oh, I need to do that actually. <laughs> <laughs> I have it well, I have it up in the background, I have them organized. I just like wanted to finalize them. So okay,
0: like, so it's top you know it's top three that we had played, top three that we had not played, and then top three worst that yeah, we played yeah, the, for, of 2022. Um before we do that, we got we need to figure out next game of the quarter. Okay. Um I've got I think I've got a good list of possible of possibilities this time. I wanted to come up with something that was like That was kind of interesting and and not just a sense of like, oh, this is supposed to be good. Let's try it. But like like something is kind of different or unique about it in some way. Um, These are the ones that I've got. Tactics Ogre. I don't think you... Have you played that?
1: I've played it a little bit. I've never been able to get into it in full. I've heard uh, okay. really good things about it.
0: If you've played it, then then we'll skip that one because
1: I've played it a little bit, but not enough to like really give it a shot. I feel like, but anyway, go ahead.
0: The, uh, you know the remake that just came out is supposed to be yeah, really yeah.
1: good. I watched Hunter play a little bit.
0: Is it? Does it look good?
1: To you? Uh it looks pretty good actually. Yeah, there were some things I had some complaints about it, but it looked very. It looked closer to Final Fantasy Tactics for PS1 than any other game has ever looked like, other than the obvious remakes. But
0: okay, um. The next, the, the first, the next Mario game, the next game in the Mario series that I have not played, which is Mario Sunshine. Oh,
1: I love Mario Sunshine. Do you? Okay. Amazing game. Beautiful game. Yeah. It's it's actually like of those, like that style of game. That's probably my favorite one.
0: Interesting. So you've played it, but you like it enough to where you wouldn't mind playing it again.
1: Nope. I would play it again tomorrow. I really enjoy that game.
0: It's very good. Here's one. This is a series that I hear a lot about. And I mean, everybody does, but I've never played any of it. And I don't think you have either. And I thought I thought this one might be interesting for us both to try out and see. Like, both kind of find out what the fuss is about and see if we like it or not. Uh, Uncharted.
1: Oh, are those uh, within our time?
0: I'm pretty sure the first one is really? PS2? No shot. Was it, is it, it, not? Was it PS3
1: or 4? I you may want to double check that. They definitely I had them
0: on those, but I don't know. Uncharted Drake's Fortune is this the first one? Uncharted Drake's Fortune is 2007. It is the first. Oh, never mind. Okay, it, 2007. Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't think those were. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, I'm down. No, I'm kidding. Um.
0: All right, got... I'm actually open
1: to either of those. To be honest, I do.
0: Okay, I got a couple more. Uh, Transport Tycoon Deluxe. Oh no. No.
1: Uh you no, know, I I just never ever played. I know you're a big you're a big fan of the tycoon type games.
0: Yeah, well, okay. I mean, it's kind of like here, look. This this is pull I'm going to just kind of show you. Let me just find some fucking screenshots. This is what the game looks like. It's kind of, basically sim my understanding. Basically Sim City, but it's not you're not focused on building like the whole city. You're just focused on the transportation. Uh, aspect of the city
1: i mean i enjoy i enjoy the tycoon games to some extent. I, I enjoy rollercoaster tycoon, i should say
0: so this is supposed to be really really good what's it for pc and it's free also okay. uh open ttd is is what it is and it's on steam and gog um and it's like open source version of, of transport tycoon deluxe what did you just say oh that was the game Oh, it sounded like it sounded like you were whispering something into. No, it was (laughs) Jack. Okay,
1: sorry, Jack overtalks me a lot.
0: Um, we could do a Tex Murphy game. Um, it's a live-action video, uh, basically point-and-click adventure series. Uh, probably kind of cheesy, but I think that would be sort of the fun of it.
1: What was the name of you? I'm sorry. Tex Murphy. Oh yeah. I know
0: the name. Um, I have a couple written down here that I'm kind of having second. I don't know if I want to do elder scrolls oblivion. Ooh, great game. I wrote down my favorite of the series. Fallout one. I also don't know if I feel like doing that either. What about uh, age of mythology? Have you played that?
1: You just say age of mythology. Sorry. My head says. Age of mythology. Uh, yeah, I I've, I played a lot when I was younger. I didn't love it. Okay. I have read that people really like it today. I've wanted to give it another shot, but um, it's di- it's different. It's definitely a different take on, on that series.
0: Okay, or Intelligent
1: Cube. Oh, I played, I, I played it for the
0: podcast before. Oh, did you play? Okay, I remember you talking yeah. about it. I didn't remember if you had actually played it for the...
1: These are all really good ones. I'm actually open to any of these, to be honest with you.
0: Okay, if you're open to any of these, the ones that sound... I think now that I'm looking at this list again... The ones that sound most interesting to me would be Mario Sunshine, or Open TTD or Transport Tycoon Deluxe, or Tex Murphy. I've
1: been to any of those. Not, in all seriousness, your list—I think your overall list—is really good.
0: Uh, none of those sound particularly better or worse than than the other. No. other three to you, huh? I'm trying Quantum to number th- generator. Um yeah sure let's let's fucking do it you want, do you have oh no, yeah, you're playing final fantasy no. no not years. not that it takes a lot
1: of effort but yes you are correct
0: um i know you gotta focus really hard right now
1: yeah i gotta focus really hard
0: okay you ready yep it is mario sunshine excellent okay let's do it then uh, so next game of the quarter is it? It's not called Super Mario Sunshine, is it? Is it just called Mario Sunshine? I mean, uh, uh, I I it not Super that it Mario matters. Sunshine. I'm just curious. I don't
1: know. I I, su- I assume it's Super Mario Sunshine. It is Super
0: know. Mario Sunshine. Okay, next game of the quarter is Super Mario Sunshine for uh, the GameCube. Um, now let's talk about the the best and the worst games that we played during uh the year 2022 now that is coming to a near close speaking of which are you getting any awesome christmas presents
1: hopefully i gave people things (laughs) that i asked for my frost haven supposed to be here really soon too
0: oh yeah supposed to be
1: fulfilled by end of january Okay. so i'm hoping that i get it and a lot of people have already started to receive those and i'm super jealous so you're not
0: gonna have that for christmas in time for christmas
1: unfortunately not and but... i'm kind of pissed but it is what it is. <laughs> okay. uh, as long as i get it before like i just want it asap because i want to start playing but yeah uh everybody's getting it i hate it too because we're like they're all do, they're all they're complaining about what they got and stuff because like you know the bo- box is like a little bit indented and stuff i'm like bro i you could fucking ship in a trash bag i don't care i'm gonna play it
0: <laughs> i do not care okay uh top threes um let's why don't we start with top three that we had already played before okay um i'll go first my number three um is tmnt or teenage mutant ninja turtles the cowabunga collection obviously i had not played the collection before but i had played most of the games in the collection it was fun playing those and again the collection itself was really awesome the way digital digital eclipse is that what i said they're called yep whatever they're called. Um, the way they put it together, all the extra stuff they had, where you can look, go look at magazine ads and that kind of stuff. Um, super fun. Um, the games are good depending on which game you play in the collection. Uh, but overall, it was awesome going through that.
1: Uh, I'm going to exclude Majora's Mask and Tactics from my list because obviously I would just talk about those. Uh, by the way, I'm starting to fight now while I'm talking.
0: Okay. So. Uh, and by the way, Yuna like gets to go four times in a row. You are 14 minutes in right now. Yeah, good one. Good one um so my number not, three had, did you not start it when i when i said i was starting What's have you not been... i just started the fight right now no but how long did it take you to get to the fight
1: that took me all that time to get here yeah
0: so that counts as 15 minutes no
1: get the fuck out of here anyways uh my number three is gonna be Twisted black uh okay. Twist Metal black i played a lot when i was younger always really liked it always loved the kind of dark um perspective of it and playing it again was quite enjoyable to be honest it was still a pretty pretty strong game even after all this time
0: okay my number two that i had already played i had only I, I i couldn't decide whether to put this on my had or had not played because i had played this but just not very much but uh i, I had played it so i put it on this one resident evil 2 oh you finished so okay so, it took me less than a minute <laughs> yeah it took you less than 15 minutes and 32 seconds was my final thing yeah. when
1: 14 minutes and 40 seconds was me getting here yes
0: <laughs> Anyways, that's awesome. ahead, wait, did you fight the second version yet? Did I fight what, sir? The second version of the final boss. Yeah, like... oh I I
1: I put him into phase two in one hit and then, okay. the, and then okay. I hit him two more times and put him under. <laughs> awesome. It's funny cause Yuna went three times and nobody else went.
0: <laughs> you so. that's pretty badass, Yuna. Um Okay. Anyway, it's Resident Evil 2, my is my second one. Um I had played it a little bit before, but not very much. And uh as you know i got on a i got sucked into resident evil kind of in the Mm -hmm. latter a lot like the last three or four or five months uh and uh resident evil 2 was was really good really probably well out of out of the ones that i've played which i guess really isn't a lot my favorite of the classic resident evils so far okay what you got for Uh, my number two? two
1: is paper mario Paper Mario I've played many, many times and always really enjoyed it. Uh, my last playthrough of it was still really enjoyable. I, I really enjoy that series. I think it's fun. I love the art style, love the puzzles in the game, and every time I play it, I just... It, there There are still some frustrating elements to it, but I always really enjoy that series.
0: Cool. Um, my number one is Final Fantasy VII. Just... Oh, yeah. Again, I say this every time I talk about it, but for me, this is one of the few games that lives up to the hype. I just... I'm- I just love everything about this game. I have so much fun every time I play it. Like this is one that I like every time I, well, I I say that I've only played, this is only the second time I played it, but like playing it a second time was like, I might as well have been playing it the first time just because I, I, it's so good that I don't care if I'm replaying it or not. It's just, it's just good regardless of whether you've, you know, of whether it's your first time or your second time or whatever. 100%. Alright, what's your what's their favorite game that you had already played before this year?
1: Uh, Icewind Dale, too, for oh, sure. Oh, okay. Um, I really enjoyed playing that game. I it really got me into playing more um CRPGs. I played the Show Divinity, obviously. Uh, and just really opened my eyes to how like those games hold up very well too, obviously, because you know the graphics have gotten better, the interactions have gotten better, the mechanics have gotten better, but overall, I mean, it's still quite enjoyable. Yes, there's ways to exploit it. Yes, there's a lot of issues with it, but overall, I still find that game very appealing uh, overall
0: so cool all right um you want to do worst then and then go back to the sure. best that we had not yeah. played before finish on a high yeah. note all right so the worst you want us why don't you start off on this one
1: i only have two for this list you only uh, have two
0: i can i can I, I, okay let me start then i'm sure <laughs> I, can, I can probably guess which they are and what order they were in let's hear it because they're probably the same as me but let me i'll start off with my third which is donkey kong country I just okay. don't like that game. I know a lot of people love it. I am—I get very bored. You know what? It might be unfair to say it's the worst. I—it's For me, it's the most boring. Phantasmagoria, A Puzzle of Flesh, for all of the interesting things it has going for it, the gameplay on that one is probably worse than Donkey Kong Country. But I'm going to just stick with what I originally had and go with Donkey Kong Country. Cool. Okay.
1: Uh, I, you're making me feel like I'm missing one here, but uh, my number two is Jungle Strike. Uh, Jungle Strike was a really clunky game and I just didn't really like the overall aesthetics of it. it's just ridiculous. Like it just, just <laughs> the dumb cutscenes with yeah. the dude. Yeah, it was just Oh yeah, the guy like
0: insane. with his feet kicked up on the desk. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All the one-liners, just the really cheeky, not even clever action line. Not that action movies have clever lines, but this
0: well, was Well they like, often
1: do. I mean sure. Well, no, I don't agree with that. But <laughs> uh, it was like cringiest of the cringe, like first swing type deal. It just wasn't. It wasn't good.
0: Okay, my number two, I feel like you're forgetting about, I feel like this is probably the one you're forgetting about, Quest 64.
1: Oh, I, I didn't put that on my worst list. I Quest 64, yeah, it's dog shit. It's like eight <laughs> hours long, but it is what it is. I mean, it, it's a really simple game. Do I hate it? Yeah, it's the worst game i ever played for, for this year, probably, but I don't know. You I kind know, of respect it just because how simple
0: it is. I, I understand what you're saying. Yes, it is my second worst game I played this year, but I didn't play very many bad games this year. It is, again, the way we have we kind of have hammered this point home. Yeah. But it's not good, but it's not offensively bad. It's just very, very bland. It's simple.
1: Simple. Yeah, it's bland. bland that's a good way to put it. It's
0: just, yeah. It's like eating paper. You're not eating dog shit yeah but you're de- but you're still just eating paper you're gonna get sick
1: after a while <laughs>
0: <laughs> depending on how well you wash your hands
1: oh my god Gee, you gotta make sure it's not too thin a slice
0: <laughs> okay uh i assume i can guess you're number one or did you forget about another one also
1: you think i'm forgetting about what he said
0: No, I'm saying, can I guess what your number one is? Oh, yeah,
1: 100%. Go for it.
0: No, you just go. Go ahead.
1: Oh, in Final Fantasy VIII. I mean, Uh I just don't don't really (laughs) think there's... Every time I try to play the game, I go into it with positive spirits, and it just crushes me in the first five hours. Every time I play that game, I just cannot do it. The dialogue, the music... I mean, the music's okay, but the dialogue, the gameplay is just...
0: So I've, of course, I've only played it just this one time, but that, it, the, that exactly describes my experience. I went into it optimistic. Yep. I was like, it's another Final Fantasy. I'm having fun going through the series. It's The one after seven. It's between <laughs> seven and nine, which are both great. <laughs> I hear yeah. a lot of and 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 honestly, the fact that I hear that such controversial things about it was interesting too. I was like, oh, this is gonna be neat. Like I'll get to see both sides of why some people hate it, why some people like it. and. No, I did not see the side of why people would like it. Because I do not understand. I just thought it was complete shit. The main character is just a bitch. The whole thing, like oh, like the Melodrama, dialogue yeah, was, yeah, it was like melodramatic. A- it was cringy. It it was like it was made for young teenagers who need to feel like they are the most important person in the world yeah yeah this is a terrible game final fantasy 8 for me too
1: for sure
0: all right so the top three games that we discovered this year that we had never played before uh i'll go first my number three so this one i had trouble figuring out how to classify this as had played or had not played so but for me i'm just putting the atari collection the 50 thing no. the one that i the one that i played for today that's my number three i, I guess my It kind of contradicts my uh, logic for having the Cowabunga Collection on the had played. But I put this one on the had not played because it had more stuff that I had not played and seen before compared to the Cowabunga Collection. Like, yes, I have played, you know, uh, Centipede. I have played Missile Command and games like that. But there were a ton of games on there that I had not played. And also like obviously all of the kind of extras that i had never seen before there's much more of an emphasis on that so that's that's kind of why i just arbitrarily put it on the had not played list so that's my number three cool uh
1: my number three is uh yeah lord of the rings online i i have very lightly played it years and years, and years ago yeah Lotro. it was surprisingly good like it, it obviously was very mmo-y of that day so like there's a lot of the same stuff that was all big at that time but it was surprisingly pretty darn good uh for an mmo that is 15 plus years old at this point i believe so i was just kind of surprised by it I, i didn't play it for an extensive period of time i probably spent 10 hours on it but at the end of the day like i had some fun and i can see why people were very big fans of it back in the day
0: cool that's awesome my number two is blood this is the kind of uh i say i i always want to say doom clone but again i think it's uh i think it uses the duke nukem engine it's an old dos fps with it's like very very like much like more kind of like you know doom is demons on the moon this one is like demons like more kind of like necromanced type demons like more down to earth type of evil Goucher. stuff <laughs> more like yeah like i know what you mean but that's it's funny. not it's not monsters it's humans that are resurrected in this kind of stuff uh really kind of like they kind of went balls out with this one um you have like you have unique weapons like hairspray and in a fucking lighter um there's a voodoo doll that you can get at one point um and just like the gameplay itself was really cool like the 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 levels were neat this is another kind of like final fantasy seven. This is one that I feel like if I just wanted something fun to, to burn some time with, like I would launch it right now and and have a blast play it for a couple hours. Uh, I was really, I was really surprised by this. It was, it was a really cool game.
1: Cool. Uh, my number two is gunstar heroes. Um, really fun game. I really had a lot of fun going through and just doing different runs of this game over the course of a couple weeks before the podcast and, I was just really surprised by it. It was very well done. Um, I really liked the art style for it. The different guns were pretty cool too. So
0: yeah. Awesome. My number one is, uh, this is on your had played list, okay. Paper Mario. Oh yeah. Amazing RPG. It was really, really fun. Real, like there's like almost nothing bad to say about it. Like I just, I love the art style. I love the the comedy. I love the writing, the, the, like the battle system is, is, was really good. Like it's it just overall. Easy. Yeah. I mean, for, honestly, you know, as I've said many times, I, for some reason don't like super Mario RPG, but all of the other Mario RPGs I've played, you know, that, that, that came out after that one, I've really liked, and this one is no exception. Um, and of course, this is the first one to come out after that paper Mario. It's, it's, a, it's, they just, they just kind of, kind of nailed it with this one.
1: Uh, my number one is Rinking. I was insanely <laughs> impressed with Rinking. I thought Rinking was I, I just a gem that I had never heard of before. Also, the amazing, uh, what's the word, controversial between rounds scene was all, another additional factor to it. But amazing. I just could not believe that this game was not more well-known. Uh, just because, for me, it, just, it felt like a, a more interesting approach to Punch-Out! for me. I was just really surprised this wasn't a, a bigger game. And I enjoyed it for what it was when I played it, but... I was really impressed with it.
0: That's so. I so I knew that you liked it a lot, based obviously based on what you said. I didn't realize sure. you liked it so much that it'd be your favorite one that you hadn't played. It was before.
1: it was just really impressive, like how good it was. Because like when I read out people a online, people were like raving about it, and I was like, you know, Punch Out is the boxing king for me for for older systems in a lot of ways. And when I played through, it, I was like, okay, this is this is interesting. Like it's it's very similar, right? But it just has a couple additional features that I, I found to be very engaging. So I don't know. It's like the best oh, yeah. game ever made, but I was really I was really surprised by it. It, it really did take me by surprise. That's the best way to describe it.
0: That's awesome. Okay, well, there is our end of the year classic gaming podcast wrap up. Let's read a few emails and, and bust out of here. Oh, we've got one from Sven. Uh, he says, hi, Rob and Jay. This, uh, this mail is actually meant exclusively for Rob. Wow. Wow. Unless Jay wants to join in, that's fine too. No, well, it's okay. <laughs> I know. I take, take a hint. Well, Rob, Christmas is coming. It doesn't mean everyone gets to wish for some presents. And you know what your listeners, your community, your fans, what the world wants. I don't know if I do know that, but let me begin this way. Oh, gosh. seventh on, on August 7th, 2019, you recorded the best episode of the Classic Gaming Podcast yet, which was number 132. In this episode, you talked about a game that you loved so dearly and unconditionally that you took a very long time playing it before finishing it. No, you did not want the end of you did not want to end the joy of playing this masterpiece too quickly. So you took almost two years, oh, I know what you about of playing this marvelous marvelous gem of a game. Then you shared your obtained and thus seeming and thus seemingly infinite wisdom with the audience enlightening everyone making them better people in all imaginal aspects now more than three years have passed the wounds have healed i think everyone's wish is for you to play the second part kingdom hearts you kingdom know which game hearts. i am talking about i know you know and i know you want to do it too it's not kingdom hearts he's talking about shenmue <laughs>
1: oh by the way next game of the court i'm gonna make you play kingdom hearts 364 over one second half days (laughs) okay enjoy
0: as long as you play it too that's fine i will uh no it's i'm not he says don't let us down best wishes have a good one so no it's it's not gonna happen i will not play shenmue 2 next email this is from chase the night cleaner what what better way to end the year of classic gaming podcast? He says, hello, gentlemen. Chase the Night Cleaner here with one last email for 2022. First off, I'd like to wish you all a safe and happy holiday. Keep things short and sweet. My kid keeps making me up at 3 a.m. Let's do some rapid. Okay, rapid fire questions holiday edition. You ready for this, Jay? Yep. What is one seasonal food you look forward to eating?
1: Uh, Candy canes. I love sending oh, the candy canes. Oh wow! Cans. Really? I hate the fruit ones. I hate the fruit ones. Whenever people get fruit ones, they're like, "Oh, I have candy canes." You like candy canes? I'm like, dude, you are some kind of messed up. <laughs>
0: you don't Okay. I I'm not big on like candy in general. I love candy. I'm a I'm a fiend. That's good though. I like that answer. Uh, for me, it's got to be probably stuffing. Don't say
1: eggnog. Oh, thank God.
0: I can't drink eggnog anymore because I can't have dairy. But I d- I did used to. I wouldn't say I like looked forward to it, but yeah, I would I would sip on some eggnog around christmas um but as, but i'm gonna go with stuffing yeah for sure what is one game you're looking forward to playing if when you get some time off um
1: i was if my if frosty was here that's what i would be doing full-time not even joking i'm really looking forward to that uh, what game am I looking forward to right now? Not, I, I, there's not really anything I'm waiting for. I, I've just been kind of playing things whenever I can with my downtime. I'm actually kind of looking for the next big thing. I told Rob at the beginning of of the podcast, I got my wife playing Inscription because they released it on Switch. So I've been playing that a lot, but I don't think that'll last more than a week. So I don't know. I don't know where I'm going next, to be honest.
0: For me, I actually do have a answer to this one. Um, the we, So I, I do have a good bit of spare time, mostly after christmas uh you know the, the, that weekend between christmas and yeah. years uh and i have two games lined up that i'm going to be playing one is i'm getting for christmas i'm getting not not the one we were just talking about the game awards but the but the first remake um that came out like three or four years ago uh god of war the one that was on oh. ps4 i think yeah um that's one of my christmas presents so i I kind of just was like, you know what? It's supposed to be so good and I haven't played it. Let's check it out and see which, you you know, let's see what's so good about it. So I'm interested to see how that goes. And then I'll also be spending some time with the next RPG that I'm playing for the podcast, which is skies of Arcadia for dreamcast. Uh, It's supposed to be really, really good also. So I'm looking forward just to kind of spending some time diving into those and not doing much else. Cool. Um, what is okay, what is one thing you are you're not looking forward to this holiday season?
1: Uh not getting sick. Trying super hard not to get sick. Oh my freaking gods RSV is really prevalent here in Arizona and COVID numbers are back yeah, in the red again. So I'm just freaking out my, my sister's new child, my nephew, just got RSV and he was in the hospital for the past couple days. Oh dude. And it's just sucks. like it sucks. And it's like, you know, as we get further into the holiday season, I'm just so Oh, people are so gross and you know,
0: yeah. Yeah. The children's hospital here is, is overflowing with RSV yeah, patients that's what They're saying
1: here too, Then my hospital too, like the one, cause I have to go to a children's hospital for my genetic illness and they're like, Oh, we need you to come in and do blood work. We need to get your stuff updated for, cause I have a prescription from them. And I'm like, can I wait till January or February to do this? Cause I really don't want to come to the hospital right now. There yeah. just seems like such a stupid thing to do. And they're like, Oh, well. You know, just schedule it and we'll do we can to, you know, make sure everything's good. And I'm like, bro, you guys are insane. If I get sick, I'm going to kill you.
0: I don't think there's any, I don't have anything that I'm specifically not looking forward to. Um heading out tomorrow to go see my dad and stepmom and some other family for a couple of days. And then we're getting back. I, I, I'm i not working a whole lot uh for the next couple of weeks. I am working some, but just not tons. So yeah, don't really have anything that I can say like, oh, I'm dreading this. Like there's really nothing that I've got um and that's almost it for me just a heads up jay i said i would provide an update when i got a steam deck and i have one now so far i am loving it though i need a lot more time with it it is literally another computer in my house but it also works like a switch and can be tweaked and modded in all kinds of ways that a switch can't i'm enjoying it and next email i'll write in some fun stuff i've been able to pull off with it
1: oh i'd love to hear about it it's not something i'm gonna buy anytime soon but um would definitely like some some understanding of how good it is so
0: also, Robert, I really hope you get another off-the-wall retro purchase for <laughs> for Christmas again this year. Let us all know if you get anything wild. Did you end up getting much use out of your 3DO from your 2020 holiday? I've never even seen that system in real life, and I always wondered what on it was any good. Again, I want to thank you all for you do. Cheers. Talk to you again. New Year, Chase Night Cleaner. Uh, Chase, I... I actually have not played much else on the 3DO besides what I've talked about on the podcast, much if anything. And that's actually, I've really, really been wanting to, because I actually like the 3DO a lot. Um, but I just keep, part of what happened was this year I got sucked into Resident Evil and I just started playing a bunch of those. And then I've also been wanting to catch up, you know, on old RPGs. So I've kind of been neglecting it, but out out of all of the consoles that like I haven't been playing much of lately... That's the one that I want to get back to the, the most. So maybe I'll 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 try to squeeze in some some 3DO stuff in the near future because you kind of just brought it back up to my attention that I haven't played it much, but I do like it a lot. I really want to get back and try some more stuff out on that. Um, I'm not. I I'm, I'm actually not getting any retro stuff for Christmas this year. Um. Just because, mostly because we are in a temporary house at this point. We're we're moving out and doing some renovations on our house. And then we're moving back in next year sometime. And I'm trying to get less stuff to to haul back and forth and plug in and hook up and this and that. So, no off-the-wall retro purchases this time. Hopefully, there will be something next time. Jay, do you want to talk about any non-classic stuff you've been playing recently?
1: No, actually, most of my time was Final Fantasy X um that has been the bulk of my my any gaming time i
0: have that's what i was doing yeah i um i'll just say very quickly i went back and played through resident evil 2 remake again (laughs) i was i was sick like a few weeks ago and i didn't have anything to do and i was like well let's just try this like why not so i played through it as leon and it is hard as shit with leon um I typically, you know, you got to be careful. You got you sort of have to hoard healing items and ammo when you play the Resident Evil games. Um playing this one with playing the playing through it as Leon, I used literally every single healing item that I picked up in the whole game and almost every piece of ammo that I picked up in the whole game. It is very tough, but I finished Jesus. it. It's really good still. I've also been playing the Steam release of Dwarf Fortress which many oh, other people have seen. Oh yeah, I saw claimed. that. <laughs> it is great. Like honestly, I really do like the ASCII graphics of the of the non-steam version, but the UI is is so basically the UI is functional in this one, which which alone makes it worth it. Like the UI is so so much better even with the problems it has. It's a trillion times better than the base version. So uh j- like just ui wise like i kind of prefer this one now i'm sort of looking for like a a uh an ascii mod which is kind of ironic but i would like to see ascii graphic because part half half the reason people were waiting for this is because they don't like ascii graphics i would like to see an ascii mod put ascii graphics back in but keep the new user interface and it would be that would be the perfect combination for me but i've just been playing that uh, a whole I spent a lot of time with that it's it's really good it's a really great version of the game <clears throat> definitely more accessible <clears throat> I'm starting to lose my voice So this is probably the perfect time to end it Jay have a merry Christmas have a good new year have all that kind of stuff don't get sick you as well I'll try not to also um thank you so much everybody for listening we had a fun year as we always do doing this podcast and uh We'll be back. It'll be a little while, but we'll be back sometime in January to uh, start talking about some more stuff. So, uh, yeah, thank you all, and thank you, Jay.
1: Take care, everybody. Happy holidays.